Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, and welcome to this week's... Weeps? This week's episode of I asked if you were ready. I asked if you were ready, you said yes. Of the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where we hit rocks with sledgehammers, hoping for a geode. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm pretty sure you already used that one. I'm pretty sure I didn't. I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genres, movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't find any of these movies on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, give these films a second chance. This week, you try to jump me. (laughs) On the podcast, John's pick, Bloodsport. (laughs) All right. Now, see, that's not really a podcast thing. We've done it like the last five episodes, which has been fun. We only do it when we realize we're not doing it. (laughs) Every time we try to do it, we screw it up. That sounds like everything that happens on this podcast. Pretty much. Like most things. Okay, so... I guess I should start talking now, like it's my deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honey, it's your kumite. It's my kumite? Okay. So, Bloodsport. The U.S. soldier Frank Dukes, played by Jean-Claude Van Damme, has come to Hong Kong to be accepted into the kumite, a highly secret and extremely violent martial arts competition. While trying to gain access into an underground world of clandestine fighters, he also has to avoid military officers who consider him AWOL. After enduring a difficult training and beginning a romance with a journalist, we're going to call her whore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know that given, we can call that a romance. Frank mm. is given the opportunity oh to fight, but can he survive? And we're just going to let this play for a minute. That's a nifty song. Who, who sings that? You know what? Stan Bush. Gee, you, I've heard that name before somewhere. Where would Stan Bush have come up before, Carly? Uh. <laughs> if I told you that he also sang the song Wait, wait a minute Wrote and sang the song The Touch Would that help? Is that the Transformers movie? It is <laughs> <laughs> It is from this Transformers movie He had that terrible song uh, You got the touch Well that one wasn't you any better You got the power. <laughs> Yes I think that one was better uh, you, were, you would be wrong Although this one has the great Kumite chorus. Kumite, Kumite, Kumite. Kumite, 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 Kumite. You just don't know what you're talking about. You just watched oh, it today. Goodness. I was in the room. Goodness gracious. And I just played it, and you still jacked it up. We learned things about <laughs> Elaine today. We did. We learned lots of things about Elaine today. That, like, she said she's seen this movie, and she hasn't. <laughs> she lied to me. She's like, no, I've seen this a bunch of times. Time. And she's watching things that are like staples of this movie. It's like, oh my god! I was like, really? So let's just start with Elaine. How did I feel going in this movie? No, no. I thought <laughs> no, that no. I had seen this movie a bunch of times, <laughs> and in fact, I know I have seen this mo- movie a bunch of times, but I don't usually pay attention while it's on. So, so I can't remember. Was a surprise. So, you, so you can't. You didn't watch it. No, but I can't. I've wa- I've sat. If you've had it, you've sat in rooms that had it on, but that's not the same as watching. <laughs> but I'm a movie. just saying, like I've watched parts of it. A bunch, because it's been on a bunch, but the last time I sat and watched the whole movie had to have been when I was a child. Okay, in other news, I've read all these recent books that, you know, like, I don't know, like a book a day, because when Elaine reads a book, I'm in the room. So evidently that counts. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You're quite the reader, John. (laughs) And Tony has been obsessed with Jane Austen fan fiction lately, because he's in the room while I'm reading. (laughs) 
You know, I'm telling you, evidently that counts. Because nobody has seen this and went, oh my god. And, I have but, seen this. I've we'll seen this whole that. movie. It's just been a really long time since I actually sat down and paid attention to the whole thing. But we'll get to that. So evidently, Elaine messed up my flow here. Carly, what did you think going into this movie? I thought, yes, Tony, I'm saving you for last on purpose. I thought, I've never seen this. That's I'm why probably I'm, not going to like it. I always start with you but, for that reason. <laughs> but when we were at my parents' house, I told my mom we were going to go home and watch this movie. And she goes... Well, you're probably not going to like it, but just look at his butt. He has a nice butt. <laughs> Had. Had. Well, okay. But, I mean, uh, it was 30 years ago. Interesting. Gravity. Rare Curly's but, mom appearance But on the I wrote here, I'll just try to focus on how nice his butt is, because my mom told me to. <laughs> and your mom has seen Bloodsport. Well, at least she's familiar with John Claude Van Damme okay. from the eighties, and she might have. Right. Uh, well, we she have, would. She would actually, have had you to know. I would that be shocked if her mom had seen Bloodsport because she only watches watches Oscar nominated films. <laughs> and this film was um, not nominated for an Oscar. As a matter but, of fact, during the Oscar contention of nineteen eighty eight, they didn't even think about they it. Call they, that, they call that a snub. <laughs> Stan Bush should have been. Um, nominated for best song at the think, Oscars for I think with, Fight to Survive. I think to be nominated, you have to have a song that has two words in it. I think that's probably it. Kumite's one word. And if you just say that for five minutes straight, it's not really a song. Damn, just missed it. <laughs> he also so wrote a great no song when then, he was huh? on the train. Well, I'm not really into yeah. martial arts and martial arts movies, and I was like, Well, then this what? next hour and a half is going to suck for Carla. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to skip like right over that. every time John is like, you really should see this movie, you're like, I won't like that, and then you really like it. Like, Big Trouble in Old China. Yeah. Like, I've done or a couple podcasts, and you're like, oh, I'm not going to like that, and you recommended it. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll be on we'll pins see. and needles to see how far we goes for it after the end of this movie. Tony, what would you think going in? Well, going in, I had, uh, I had not seen this in the theater. I had not heard of this until probably in my later 20s, my... Um, a so friend. it was recently that you yeah. heard this. Yeah. A, friend, a bunch of my friends were all obsessed with it. And one of my friends, specifically Ryan, who listens to the podcast sometimes. Hi, Ryan. Thank you for listening. Was all into, you know, working out and martial arts and John Club and damn, he got me to watch it. And it was it was a big deal when we were younger. We watched it, shoot, probably watched it at least once a week, maybe once a month. And latest. you said you guys used to quote it to each other. Yeah, you yeah. are next. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a bit. So, all right. I'll be interested so, to find out what Tony's favorite line of the movie is well, then. I'll be on pins and needles for that as well. Let me just move to the edge of my seat. Okay. All right. Well, now that you're there. Don't fall off. Don't fall off. Also, um, I have seen this movie. I would say I was a big Van Damme guy. Like, mm-hmm. I had all of his movies on VHS. Yeah. And I'm talking about Black Eagle. I'm talking about No Retreat, No Surrender. I had them on. Not Trouble. Was it Double, Double Impact? Double Impact. That's I had that. But I did not have uh, Breakin'. Where he played... I um, never saw that. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff that, you know, as a kid you don't realize that he's in. Like he, when he was the movie with the, the gay karate dancer. What was that movie, Elaine? I don't know. I was just looking at it. I <laughs> That's why I just... Like, I know you were just I talking just about that before we started recording. I'm going to throw you things to and try to make you look cool and you're missing. <laughs> I know. Let me go back. Like during... We were watching a movie where I was writing notes and I was like, oh, hey, you shouldn't remember this. So when I bring it up, you'll look cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm it's guessing not gonna she happen. shouldn't do that because she's, you know, we <laughs> Jesus, just did it. Jesus. I no, mean, he wasn't I was Jesus. just talking about it. I know, and the moment's kind of has passed. Oh, Monaco Forever in 1984, he was credited as Gay Karate Man. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Um, try to throw a layup. So there. this wasn't his first movie. No. I always thought no. it was. He was. No, his first movie, well, he was uncredited in Breaking. But his first movie was... Well, I mean his first real movie, not... His not. first starring role, I would say. Okay. Because he was also in Predator. 
we were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the predator before the predator. Yeah. Because was he the star in No Retreat, No Surrender? No, he was in he it was for like two guy, scenes. Wasn't he? Yeah. he was. Yeah, so Ivan. this was his first starring role. Mm-hmm. This is the first thing I ever really recognized. And we may do No Retreat, No Surrender uh, at a later date. Or if well, I maybe re- do all of his movies. At yeah, so if, if we ever, if we ever get that Van Damme podcast off the ground, <laughs> it's going to rival Elaine's Kevin Costner podcast. And we're throwing around names, but Van Damme, he's good, or Van Damme, that's great, or something like that. No. Well, Van Damme is the man. That's or Van Damme, that was awesome. Van Damme, that was awesome. Because <laughs> Van Damme, that's good, was already a podcast, and it was terrible. Yeah, but they didn't do Van Damme movies, so I don't think it counts. Yeah, but you still can't have the same name as their podcast. I'll spell it differently. See, see that's <laughs> not necessarily true. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, It's a bad idea. Yeah, it's a bad idea, but we you technically have, have done that in the past. The originators get really upset when someone comes along and has a podcast of the same name. You know that, FPOD. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. All right, so let's get back to this movie, which was released in February 26, 1988, mm. which makes it damn old. It got 6 out of 10 on IMDb and a 33% score on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm sure um, Ebert and Roper had reviewed this, but I didn't care about their... I don't know if they did. Because I'm sure they... didn't they, review every movie. They, they didn't like it. It had a hundred... It said 1.5 to $2.3 million budget, which is kind of weird. In there's 88, there would have been system. A range on that. Yeah, it would have been. Okay, yeah, still, <laughs> neither one of them. I don't give a shit... What? And worldwide, it made $65 million. Don't you think? And how can it be underappreciated? Well, because people hate this movie. I had a hard time finding reviews that didn't shit on it in the good section. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Um, here's one from Alex S. Scary to think that, that a movie this bad can make anyone a star. Here's one. Is it bad? <laughs> <laughs> this movie all about fighting... And the fact that it's based on a true story just makes it better. For the first time, Van Damme fights Bolo Young. And it's a spectacular fight. He also fights with double impact. Elaine couldn't figure that out. She said she kept going, I love Bolo Young. Give me four movies he's in. She only gave me two. Bolo is the perfect it evil guy. It doesn't matter. I just style. love him. Oh, okay. That was the one I Now, this her. is that same review. They don't make movies like this anymore. Bad acting and story. But you got to love it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's Marty Master. There's no acting and or story. So how could it be bad? <laughs> well, what little bit they tried to put in there. Was perfectly acceptable to me. <laughs> right. So this movie was directed by a guy named Newt, or Newton Arnold, who did three things as a director, but had been a second director in about a plethora of things, just about every other movie. But let's get to the cast, because <laughs> no one really cares much about Newt. Well, I think it's more important to say that the writer, Sheldon Latich, or however you say his last name, wrote and directed Only the Strong and Double Impact. Huh. But we'll get to that when we do those movies. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure I'm going to do both of those at some point. I do love Only the Strong. I know. And we can't wait to hear about Elaine's feelings on that movie because way to ruin it, the yay nay maybe. <laughs> I can change my mind on this rewatch. You that, never happens. Know. that happens. That happens. Like know. I love this movie. They're like, you know what? I don't like it. High fidelity did. <laughs> High fidelity did. Spoiler alert! Will not change my mind. Only this time is great. All right, this movie does star Jean Claude Van Damme, but also stars Donald Glib. A uh, Glib. Gib. Sorry about that, Donald, <laughs> who we all know and love from Revenge of the Nerds as Ogre. Mm-hmm. And did reprise his role in Bloodsport too. And uh, Saved by the Bell college years, right? Yeah. No, that wasn't him. No, that wasn't him. No, that was that Lila Zato or something? I don't know, but looks just like him. That's oh, not okay. him. Hmm. 
No, I know who you're talking about, but that was not him. Oh, okay. I'm so tempted to get my phone back. That was a Donald <laughs> Gibb lookalike. Donald Gibb. They tried to get him, but you know they just couldn't pay He's the freight. Yeah, they they blew it all on Screech. So <laughs> then we have Leah Aries, who plays um, Janice, who's everybody's favorite reporter in the movie. She is my favorite or reporter the in the movie. Only <laughs> Norman Burton, who plays Helmer, and this guy named Forrest Whitaker, who plays Rollins. Never heard of him. Um, I, I, you know, I saw him and I was like, I see big things in this guy's future, but I'm not sure if it worked out for him. I have thoughts about him. We'll come back to that later. We have a plethora of other actors, but we're going to get to my main man, Bolo Young, who everybody goes, wow, that's the big Chinese guy from Enter the Dragon. And they're right. Um, he's been in a bunch of other stuff. Most things that Elaine has never seen. There's some but interesting there's stuff a bunch on of that movies list, though. In the, in the 80s and 90s that I would watch his movies and just love them. He did a bunch of movies with, um... Billy Blanks of Tybo fame. Nice. They oh. did a bunch of movies together. <laughs> I didn't know that guy was in movies. Oh, That's yeah. why he's famous. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought he was just famous because of Tybo. You, you, usually you've done movies or something if you're going to have some No, time. that's why he but was famous because he did a bunch of really cool mm-hmm. martial arts B movies. Oh. And then he used that to made Tybo based off like his choreo- chore- choreography fighting Words are hard. experience. Huh. He's like a stuntman too. Interesting. Um, movies that you would have that. might have recognized him from Double Impact and Enter the Dragon is probably going to be about it. That's like somebody only knowing Suzanne Summers because of the Thigh Master. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's exactly like that. I know that's she why I said that it. sitcom. Or you only know Michael Jordan from the crying memes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the guy that cries. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I think he played baseball. Oh. <laughs> No, no, well, he, he was, was in, in that movie Space Jam. Jam. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, great movie, too. Maybe we'll do that one. I don't think so, but anything's possible. Well, I'm well, not doing it. Well, it could I be sci-fi I can put it on my list. That it's is science fiction science. fantasy. It's about aliens. aliens. The Monstars. I don't I, think I've ever seen Say what, I'll hit him high really? and you hit him low. Have you seen Space Jam? <laughs> I don't think so. You should watch it the next time you babysit. All right, well, let's get into this movie since, <laughs> you know. Put that on my list. Space Jam. Let's all take a pause for the cause. Here. You don't need to pause while I write things on my No, list. but no, we should do, because I'm pretty sure it's not going to come up, is talk about R2-D2 so we get a little Star Wars in there. All right, done. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> so we, the movie opens with the Canon logo. and R2 It doesn't begins. do anything fun. It doesn't do no. anything fun, but Elaine likes to talk about the logo in the movies. Only it, when they do something fun. Like in like, the last movie. Well, it moves like um, the pieces in the Canon logo move. So that's It doesn't something. become part of the movie. It doesn't, like, star wipe out into a... But no, what it does do, it goes away so we can see shots of Hong Kong, (laughs) which is what actually happens. So now we get some very cool music and some shots of Hong Kong. The doors open, and we see the Black Dragon Society. Now, the Black Dragon Society, this is when I'm going to throw a lot of tidbits at you because this is how I do business. These are all things that Carly would have helped Carly enjoy the movie if she had known them before. Right, the Black Dragon Society. catch tidbits. Now, these guys are the ones who invented the Dimmock. Like this was very big in the martial arts community. These guys would talk about the Dimmock. Now, in the movie, that's you hit a brick and the bottom one explodes. Mm-hmm. But it's more really more akin to Kill Bill Volume 2, where Uma Thurman kills Bill. She does mm-hmm. a Dimmock. She hits him at a bunch of pressure points and his head explodes. Okay. That's like the Dimmock. And these guys would show you this if you join their society and pay them a buttload of money. Have you seen Kill Bill? Yes. Okay. Ooh. And Volume 2. Interesting. Ooh. I actually own those movies. I think they're terrible. <laughs> Well, Quentin Tarantino doesn't care. I think Uma Thurman's got really... I'm sure he cries himself to sleep every (laughs) night in his pile of money. (laughs) He might. 
Alright, so now we get back to the movie here. And we get some nice music, and we cut to some of our fighters. We see Chung Lee, who makes ice cubes out of these big giant blocks of ice. Some white dude jumps and breaks these boards that are hung up in between two pillars and yells. Rawr. Well, if you're going to break a board, you have to yell. Mm -hmm. We have our, our, guy, uh, our black guy who jumps around like a monkey into a tree and karate chops coconuts. And that's pretty impressive. Like, he jumped really high. Like, the white dude just jumped about you know, five feet and broke some boards. And then right after that, they show this guy made him look really bad. You, yeah. you immediately don't care about the white dude before. That's why... And well, I don't know why anybody would care about the white dude. You see Chung Lee and the blocks of ice, and then you get boards, and you're like, well, that's less impressive after you see the ice. And then you see the coconuts, and you're like, wow, that's way more cooler than the boards. Why is that board dude in the montage? The board door should have been first. Yes, yes you're right. Mm -hmm. They did have to flesh out that montage, though. Mm -hmm. They needed as many different fights as they could. Well, then we get a, a couple of um, nice Asian men who are running around, looks like in the same area of the Black Dragon Society, and they're sparring. Ho-ha-hoo, ho-ha-hoo, ho-ya! And it cuts right to what I assume to be Brazil. And we get a guy who looks an awfully familiar. I asked Elena if she knew who it was during the movie, and I didn't tell her. Spoiler, it's Tong Po from Kickboxer. Is that right? That is right. Shit. <laughs> now I kind of want to watch it again. Yeah, now mm -hmm. I want to see that again. I need to uh, pay attention to him. Yeah, because you don't we really notice him because he's got home. the short curly hair. You expect to have the bald head. Yeah, with the... Yeah. But that is the same guy that played Tong Po. Huh. He's been in a bunch of Van Damme movies. Has he really? Mm -hmm. In the I'm beginning, friends. I feel like Tong Po, that guy's just one of those um, Asian actors that's in a lot of stuff. Because he always kind of looks familiar. His name's Michael, so probably not Asian. Michael Kussi, Kussi, Q I S S I. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Never know how to say it. Never heard anybody else say it. <laughs> so then we cut to Ogre. I'm gonna call him Ogre that's because fine. yeah. Well, Jackson. That's how I know. Him. We'll call him Jackson. Jackson. Until I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm figured out if he's in Saved by the Bell or not. Right. <laughs> so Jackson's hitting a heavy bag, and his buddy comes over and goes, hey, I heard you're going to Hong Kong. He goes, I love anything with full contact. You need more scars in my face. And then <laughs> Elaine's going to hit us with a line after that, because the guy goes, I heard you get killed from that kumite. And he says, only if you fuck up. And then hits the bag again. <laughs> and that's the only speaking part in this montage of fighters, which I thought was cool. It's a good line. <laughs> and the sumo guy picks up a big heavy bag and throws it at two smaller sumo guys, and then laughs at them as they fall down. And then we cut to our cleanup custodial guy, who's sweeping the mat. Cut again, Tony. I know how you like the four-minute cut thing, but we yeah. cut that down by considerable amounts. We're getting like fifteen-second cuts here. <laughs> we got a lot to do. We, hit, we got a lot of shit to but cover. A lot of <laughs> but before they cut, we had the sweeping guy, so that we knew that the montage was over. Yeah, I just said that. So thanks. <laughs> but I just—it was an interesting directorial mm -hmm. choice. <laughs> this this movie's it, it got as many characters as uh, as Infinity Wars. Yeah. This mm -hmm. has sixty-four main characters in this movie. We need to cut through. Go fast. I'm thinking and that... each one has a different martial art. Right. You know what? I'm really starting to think after watching this and just saying that, if we're going to have that same kind of montage in the new Avengers movie, like you see Spider-Man and then you see Iron Man, things like that. Maybe. Maybe. Well, if they do that, they stole it from me. I don't I'll get the lawyers ready. So. <laughs> get the lawyers ready. Haven't All right. they already started filming? They're done. Yeah, they're in like post-production, the right? Yeah. We did too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the trailer they released it at Comic Con, and of course, since they weren't releasing to the public, someone had a little camera. Yeah, I saw it. It looks cool. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> I'll see it anyway. I don't really. Yeah. Anyway, so we're gonna cut back to Frank Dukes, who's now kicking a speed bag 
which is pretty cool. In my whole life, I was like, I could do that. And you know what? That's really hard. Because, <laughs> like, the first yes. kick is easy. But when you spin around to get to the back one, if that bag's not right where you need it, you miss. <laughs> I think I've only ever successfully done it once. Like, kick, kick. And then you come around again, and you miss. Really hard. I don't know anybody that lets you kick the speed bag. Because every time I did it, I'd be like, don't kick my fucking speed bag. Well, speed bags are expensive, so. Most people have their own. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. At people's houses. Mm-hmm. Well, you grew up in a house that had a speed yeah. bag. I did. Yeah, I okay. So now he stopped by Private What's-His-Nuts and told that the colonel needs to see him before he leaves. And he's like, well, what about? He goes, well, he found out you were going to Hong Kong. He liked to talk to you about it. And Elaine missed this when we were watching the movie. I don't know what happened. I was eating lunch. <laughs> I completely missed like, this. Th- there was a whole scene about why. I was why. very confused about why they were chasing him all over Hong Kong. We'll get back but to that. I got the impression that he had leave. He does have leave. And he had requested the time off, and it was approved. And then they found out where they where he was going, and they were like, oh, no, you can't do it. Not where he was going, what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. You They can't. found out that he's going to fight in this underground fight pit. And how does everybody know about the Kumite? They're going to compete in what I like to call <laughs> Mortal Kombat. It's like so they, it's problem. I mean, he was on a quest. No, no, that's a different movie. <laughs> also co-written by Frank Dukes. Mm. We'll get to him. All right, so... Um, Frank Dukes is like, well, I gotta take a shower. And Private What's His Nuts is like, well, I'll have to wait, sir. He's like, all right. So at this point, we see Guy What's His Nuts standing outside. And he's like, what's taking so long, Captain? He's like, don't come in here! No, he didn't say that. But Guy What's His Nuts goes in to find an empty shower and goes, shit! Like every shower head on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he had every shower. <laughs> and they left them all on. Ali would shower. the noise to cover him escaping. Oh, cover know. his tracks. But honestly, when he said... Um, I'll have to wait. I thought he said it'll have to wait, like he was gonna make him go see the general before he took a shower. <laughs> mm. And then we're in the shower, and I'm like, okay, I must have misheard that. Well, <laughs> I private the subtitles. <laughs> private watches nuts runs in to go tell the colonel, and he's like, "Where's Dukes? He was at the gym, like you said. Took a shower. I waited. He disappeared. What do you mean he disappeared? One minute he's there, next he wasn't. Get Helmut Rollins on the right away. I don't want to see your face again. No Dukes is beside it. You understand? I'm." I might have that verbatim. That's pretty close. <laughs> I've seen it once Not or twice. Yeah. Exactly. That's exact. Yeah, I don't need to do all the friends. I could do the watch movie. I could do the whole movie right now. I've seen it that many times. Wow, we're not doing a podcast. We're doing a radio play. <laughs> okay, but I'm doing all the parts, and you guys just yeah, you're doing all the parts. I'm <laughs> not Wait, doing it. Tony can jump in when he. <laughs> but I'm, I don't want There's the other two to get involved. Brick, okay. don't hit back. Okay, you <laughs> go. All right, but you that's fine. You could do all the speaking parts, but how are we going to portray all of the eye acting in this movie? <laughs> that's a good point. Because right. most of this movie is conveyed via facial expression, uh-huh. especially crazy eyes or disbelieving eyes mm-hmm. or unimpressed eyes, which or is eyes fantastic. Or eyes are there on the bus. Because you know exactly what's happening just based on their expression of disdain or I'm going to kill you, you fuckhole. You fuckhole. (laughs) Okay, so anyway, we'll cut back to our movie. And we see Frank knocking on the door. Who opens the door? Mrs. Tanaka. He has come to pay his respects to his shidoshi. And and she's so, so happy that he's here. I'll tell him you're here. So now he stares at the katana sword. And we get our first flashback. I love flashbacks. This flashback lasts a third of this movie <laughs> and covers about 20 years. It does, actually. All the flashbacks. Well, this is the, well, this is the origin story. I know, but I thought it was going to flash... I, I, granted, it's been a long time since I actually paid attention to the movie. So I kind of thought it would flash between him on the bed and... 
And saw Uh-oh. someone else. Oh. Who owes? Elaine owes. Oh. <laughs> Elaine owes all of our listeners a brewski. I forgot to put my watch on movie theater mode. <laughs> well. <laughs> Sorry, I'm fancy. I have an Apple watch. An Apple watch. An Apple watch. Anyway, so. <laughs> so now we cut to Frank and two of his friends going through the window and going, Wow, look at the sword. I don't think they were his friends. Well, the first two go in, and it's Frank, if you want to hang out with us, then come on. Yeah. So they weren't friends yet. They were working on it. They were mere acquaintances. Let's get the semantics out of the way. I don't think it took. <laughs> All right, so. And they both, one grabs the sword, and they start playing with it, and then, shit, he's coming back. So they run, but not Frank. And as a matter of fact, they say, come on, Frank. And the other friend goes, forget him, let's go. <laughs> yeah, You're not right. Friends. They're not friends. not friends. You're right. You're not right. Really, I take no. that back. They're not friends. But he didn't want to leave the sword just on the ground. Right. So Frank picks up the sword and he's looking at it. And um, he gets kicked in the gut. And he drops the sword. And uh, Senzo Tanaka picks up the sword and says, You cannot get a katana sword by stealing. It's a very special sword. You must buy it on eBay. I mean, <laughs> you must earn it. At the kumite. And he says, I wasn't going to steal it. And he's standing there and he cuts off the brim of his hat. Slice. And Frank does not blink. He said, you didn't flinch. You have a fighting spirit. <laughs> You're not going to call the cops? And he goes, not if we make a deal. This would have got me very worried. Yeah. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Some little kid breaks in your house, and you're like, let's make a deal. Especially with the history of the samurai. <laughs> <laughs> so now we cut to um, Senzo Tanaka meeting with Frank's family. And he goes on about how he should learn from martial science. I don't know why he keeps calling it martial science instead of martial arts. I kind of like science. Let's go with science. It's sort of like um, Storm Shadow Snake Eyes thing in G.I. Joe. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. It's, yeah, damn near right, right on the money yeah. there. Foreign guy comes in. Only one of them doesn't oh, die. Spoiler alert. Oh, this was Real my least G.I. favorite Joe. part of the movie. <laughs> Sorry? This was my least favorite part of the movie. Oh. Like, all the talking, it sounded like none of them knew what accent they wanted to do, and they sounded <laughs> so fucking slow, and I was like, oh my god, just get the words out. <laughs> well, I'm fairly convinced that the kid that played Frank, um, little, younger Frank, was slow, or had some <laughs> It was not slow, he was trying to do a French accent. It was bad. And they all acknowledged <laughs> that they were all immigrants, so you could have had a heavy accent, it wouldn't have bothered me, just talk faster. Carly's got places You're to be. You're not yeah. gonna call the cops. It was really he that sound- slow. <laughs> yes, yes, you're right, that actor was They're slow. Horrible. It was bad. <laughs> so anyway, now we have, uh, We've all agreed that Frank's going to help Senzo Tanaka train his son, Shingo. Martial science. In martial science. And Shingo is beating the ever-living dog shit out of Frank. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Dukes gets beat up, and Shingo calls him Round Eye. Because <laughs> he gets beat up, he goes, that's enough for it. He goes, not yet. He goes, why don't you quit, Round Eye? It's like, that's incredibly <laughs> racist. Not yet. <laughs> it's like, wow, this guy comes over to help you train, and you're just going to throw racial slurs at him. But, you know, why not? They'll get over it. That's the 80s. Yeah, well. So then we cut to Shingo getting beat up by two white dudes. And what does anybody do after they've called a racial slur and you see this kid getting beat up? Do you beat join up the in? white dudes. No, no, you beat up the white dudes. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted, I expected him to say, why didn't you use your fighting skills? Mm-hmm. Nope. He says, 
Someday I'll fight Nakumite and make my father proud. And then they're, then they're buddies. For a minute. But you couldn't even hold off two bullies that this white kid that barely knows any <laughs> new ninjutsu knows how to do. But he's Noxum Cow. Not in this movie. Oh, my bad. <laughs> so anyway, let's not dwell on Shingo because guess what? Shingo's dead in the next scene. Oh. <laughs> how? Why? How what killed die? Shingo? It's a car accident. It was no, a, it he was, was killed in... Oh, no, not... Was he killed in the bomb? No, no, that was, no, that was, that was his first previous right, family. Right, we'll, we'll get to that, okay. but um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was not during. This didn't take place during World War II. So, I, I, I just thought that. <laughs> so, Shin, okay, right, right. so Shingo dies, and they're this at the, episode and, of the podcast oh my god, is brought to you by Saki. Elaine, if you don't stop interrupting me when I'm talking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take your nose, and Kumite. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Kumite. I've got your nose. I'm gonna, I've got your nose. You until while you're sleeping. Damn. While you're sleeping. I've got your nose. I don't know. That's quite a threat. Only only I come up with. I got nothing. Anyway, so now. (laughs) Tanaka is very sad because the training is going to end. No one is end. Gummy bears. Mm Got to have your gummy bears. Folks, it's like herding cats. (laughs) Just keep talking. You didn't need to say anything about gummy bears. (laughs) (laughs) All right, meow. Right, meow. Shingo has passed away and... Tanaka's very sad, and Dukes is like, teach me, I could do it, and he's like, you're not Japanese, you're not a Tanaka, and he's like, you told me, doing using any technique that works. <laughs> Back to the talking. <laughs> well, he says, well, he, says he, he, he's been pa- this has been passing down for 2,000 years. father to son, father years? to son, yeah. Like he's like, you're like in my father. In the war, I lost my first family, son, daughter, and wife. War was wrong. And in my mind, this was the guy in um, the Wolverine. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> that got pulled into the hole by Logan. John's like, he survived the Hiroshima, Hiroshima bomb. bomb. I said, he was in the war somewhere else. <laughs> nope, that's not how I remember it. Um, Logan <laughs> came Hugh and Jackman. put him in. <laughs> he was with Hugh Jackman. And even though they said that was specifically Nagasaki, but they just got that wrong. <laughs> yeah. What do they know? What do they know? They weren't there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so after a little bit of a debate, he says, well, why do you want to do this? And Duke says, to honor you, Shidoshi. And we cut to another training montage. <laughs> And Dukes is getting a holy hell beat out of him. Mm-hmm. And is it just hands? No, he gets beat with sticks. Yeah, canes. <laughs> canes. Lots of unorthodox teaching techniques. And I have to say, I would much prefer the catching of the fish scene to the tree splits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we'll get to that. <laughs> the blindfold stuff is pretty cool. It taught him how to fight blindfolded. Mike All right. Andy. So after some time, he finally starts getting pretty I good. I they call that foreshadowing. He's yeah. able, very good. He's able to avoid the bamboo sticks of doom. But just when we're like, all right, he's getting pretty good at this. Uh, he went into the semi-splits and caught the bamboo sticks. And it wasn't quite a full, perfect split. And, to, and uh, Shenzo Tanaka's not taking any of that shit. You don't do the perfect splits? I got you. Let's tie your happy ass to a tree and yank that motherfucker until your legs come out. <laughs> and what would anybody do when they're, you know, drawn and quartered? Yell a lot, because if it was me, I would cry like yeah, a little yeah. girl. But he only yells for so long. Then he finds his then inner strength. Right, he finds his chi like the iron fist and yeah. breaks that the tree down. The acting in this movie is better than any acting in the Netflix show The Iron Fist. But I'm really <laughs> come at me. Defenders. I'm really I didn't watch Iron Fist. That's the only one I didn't it's watch. Terrible, don't. It's That's not terrible. It's it's real terrible. <laughs> it's not Luke Cage. I'll tell you that. Don't that. watch that first. Well, I like Luke Cage. <laughs> Too late. He already watched it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, 
Now, at the end of our training montage here, Dukes has given the katana as a symbol that he has completed his training and, and they're all dressed like samurai, which is cool because later on in the movie, like, it's ninjutsu. It's like, that's not the same thing. Totally <laughs> different. But was it the same katana or it did he his. buy him another no, one? No, no, it was his katana. Because and when he goes to pay his respects, it's still there. Well, I'm pretty sure it was just a ceremony. It. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was symbolic. It was a ceremony saying you've completed your training and yeah. you're worthy but you can't of keep competing. It. <laughs> kind, of, kind of irreplaceable. You can't keep it. It's mine. But yeah. I will. I will do this, yeah. and then I'll take it back. <laughs> you're worthy of the sword, but this one is mine because I fought at the Kumite. If you want one, you have to go fight at your own Kumite. You're reading too much into that. Just <laughs> I just sword. was a little confused. He gave it to him, but it's still in his house. <laughs> yep, well, that's where uh, Frank's keeping it. You know, Frank's like, yeah. you know what? I'm about to go off to war here. I'm joining the military. Why don't you hold on to yeah. this? Everything he does is to honor his Shidoshi. And then I guess everything he does, on, he does for you. You can leave it to me <laughs> <laughs> in your will. Well, he's dying. Speaking of his will, we find Shinjo Tanaka on his deathbed. Is he about to die? I mean, we know he's sick, but they don't say what killed him, much like his son. It's All he says radiation. is he feels like an old man. <laughs> it was radiation poisoning from the bomb. Uh, well, Frank tells him he's going to the Kumite and says, you sure you want to do this? And Frank gives a good line. To honor you means everything to me. You're a little obsessed, my man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to dial it back bit. a little bit. A little yeah. bit. Right this now, the old man's always that bad, and he's a little worried. Because he did. You know it's not like he didn't have a family. I mean, he spent a lot of time with this guy, but he had a family. It's not like he doesn't have parents. And he I was, was raised put by it out this there guy. Now. As you'll see through this movie, he gets easily attached. <laughs> a, bond, a bond between student and master. Shidoshi. But it's like to honor this guy means everything. But I mean, what about his job and his family and his <laughs> nothing, nothing. Yep. <laughs> so now we're gonna cut to Hong Kong, where Frank's on a bus and somebody else is on a bus. Our friend Jackson. Jackson sees a nice, attractive woman, and he says, "May I speak to you?" No, that wasn't it. That uh, was another no. movie. <laughs> that, wasn't it. that wasn't it. That was the last movie or nope. two movies. Ago. He says. Hey, babe, want to go out with a real big man? <coughs> no, huh? And here's my favorite part of this scene. To answer for you, huh, honey? <laughs> to which even like, Frank Dukes is like, yeah. <laughs> and I thought, because the way Frank was looking at him on the bus, okay, is he going to, like, fight him? Is he going to be like, leave her alone? You know how... You know, I'm the I bet he would have chivalrous guy. Don't bother because he puts his leg well, over does, like yeah. the woman can't really get away. <laughs> I think he would have if he if he pressed, but he kind of let it go and just sat there and drank his beer on a bus in Hong Kong. Well, that's just people yeah. who are drunk and get into your personal space. Yeah, I felt bad for that lady though. Yeah, well, they're gonna fight this out later via video game. So <laughs> we cut to Janice, who's our reporter friend. She's trying to get some information because she knew there's a secret full time. Full contact event going on over. Damn, words are hard. Going on in Hong Kong over the next few days. Because everybody knows about the fucking Kumite. <laughs> They're like, yes, Hong Kong gets an Which is apparently <laughs> run by the triad. What the fuck? Keep this shit secret. <laughs> yeah, it didn't seem Breaking to be the first a two secret. rules of Kumite. <laughs> thou shalt not talk about Kumite. Well, as she or presses thou shalt them. get the dim mind in the chest. Well, as she presses them to try to get more information, they just walk away. Which is funny, because like, that's what she gets. Thanks, guys. This is where we've, we've, we settled this thing on the bus. We've, we see Jackson's playing video games. And I believe the name of the game was Karate Champion? Yep. Karate Champ. Karate Champ? I was close. Tony knew. <laughs> I played it. He was like, oh, we're going to play Karate Champ. And I was like... I played this years and years ago. Yeah, the game sucked. It's terrible. <laughs> the sound effects for that game were terrible. 
Then he said, ooh, ooh. It sounded like going, fuck me. Ooh, ooh. I was like, did he just say fuck me? <laughs> but we'll get to that. Um, I keep saying that. I don't know why. Because <laughs> we're not. Because you're all ahead. Because we're done talking about it. Because we're done talking about it. <laughs> Circle back. Circle back. So Jackson and Dukes decide they're going to play. And as Dukes goes for court, he goes, no, no. I don't want to take your money. <laughs> and this works out really well for Jackson. Because he gets his ass kicked on all three fights. Yeah. Jackson tells him, hey, if you want to see some real fighting, you should see me fighting the Kumite. Dukes tells him, I'm here for the Kumite too. And he's like, really? <laughs> aren't you a little young for that? And... Dukes comes back with a great line. He's like, well, aren't you old for video games? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, and now they're buddies. And Jackson's like, you just want to play again. He's like, uh-huh. <laughs> Which, calling someone an old person doesn't seem like the best invica- invitation for more rounds of video games. Especially when you're getting your ass kicked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like when I play video games with my son. He just kicks my ass. It's a lot like this. <laughs> Moving on. So, Helmer Rollins are on. Also like this, you would kick, but the... But although Cross may kick your ass at video games, you could definitely kick his ass at the Kumite. Oh, shit. Well, he's yeah. a teenage boy, so he's <laughs> That's probably not going to last much longer. I'm going to borrow time. <laughs> he's getting bigger. and. <laughs> anyway, Helmer and Rollins are hot on the trail, and they arrive at the Tanaka residence. And uh, and they talk to Mrs. Tanaka, where they try to you know find out if Frank was here. He was here two days ago. I feel like they Did just told her to smile. <laughs> just smile and answer. Because that's all she did. She's like, he was here two days ago. <laughs> I feel like she should have pretended she didn't speak English. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know if he was going to the Kumite? He's like, I don't know. And Forrest Whitaker's like, of course you know. And then well, she's like, my husband is dying. Japanese, but close. Japanese yeah, with them, you know. One you know. help. One think. But she's like, my husband is dying. He just came to pay his respects because my husband is dying. Get out of my face. He's like, she could have just went, fuck all, thank you. Shut the door. <laughs> no English, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. So now Dukes and Jackson are trying to check into their hotel. Like I said, this is very fast-paced. We don't have long scenes here. No. <laughs> um, we gotta get going. Is- we gotta go. We gotta get to that Kumite. And we're at the, and as they're checking in, Mr. Lin in room 310 would like to see you after you check in. And like, who the hell is Mr. Lin? And wouldn't you know, Mr. Lin's standing behind him. He's right there. How long has that creepy bastard been standing back there waiting for these two to come in? Ninja. He's like, I'm Jackson. No, I'm Lin. You, Jackson. You look like a Jackson. That would make you Frank Ducks. And he's like, no, no. It's Dukes. Gotcha. Like, put up your Dukes, right? Is it just me or does this guy have, like, an Australian accent? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knew what accent they wanted yeah. to. They're all like, let's just... <laughs> everybody just on the wheel. <laughs> I, really think, I really think that uh, Van Damme like, was just Duke, doing right? his voice. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> I think they're all making fun of Van Damme in this movie. That's <laughs> perhaps maybe. maybe. Mm. Well, anyway, Mr. Lim is assigned by the IFAA to make sure that you and other North American fighters can find your way around. Changed accents on us mid scene. Yeah. Because <laughs> now they're walking around in downtown Hong Kong, and he gives us the triad. They're like the mafia. They're allowing them to hold Kumite here at this time. I'm gonna not give you the whole movie verbatim because Lane's looking at me like, wow. <laughs> she wants to get to this next line, okay? I was enjoying the radio play. Uh-huh. <laughs> so now we have the walk and talk with Mr. Lane. And Elaine, I know you wrote the line down. Did you fix your your mess ups before you give the line? Did, she had it and she messed it up. I had to give her the right. I did add the two words. Okay, so hit it. He says, once you step out of the sunlight into the narrow corridors, it's time to protect your nuts, guys. <laughs> The pacing was a little off, but good. And then they go down this really narrow corridor mm-hmm. that ends at the arena. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you look at Jackson, he actually has his hands over his testicles. because he was, <laughs> he was told to protect his nuts. He's like, what? And he's looking at Van Damme like, dude. No, that didn't happen. Anyway, so Mr. Lin speaks Chinese to these other gentlemen who I'm guessing are triads. And they look at him. And he goes, okay, USA. <laughs> and they let him in. 
and this is good. And uh, Jackson looks at Dukes and goes, "Okay, USA." <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we see uh, we break through the double doors, and we see the Black Dragon Society, and we see some other competitors on the runway, and they're doing their best impression of their martial arts skill to prove to them that they cannot get killed. Uh, Jackson and Dukes both show their invitations to the Black Dragon Society, but Tony, I don't think they're buying this, and you know why? Why? Because Van he Dam. says here you represent the Tanaka clan, and what's wrong with that? You're not what? Japanese. <laughs> it look like you look. You don't look like you represent the Tanaka clan. And Carly, you, you, you remember Tanaka this part clan. here? Yes. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I seen it. I seen the movie. They're like, anyway, they're like, if you really do, then show us. I don't remember the name of the Dimak. Show us mm -hmm. the move. If and you, mm -hmm. so he's like, okay. And he tells his friend to pick a brick, and he picks the top one. And they're like, no, 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 the bottom one. Bottom one. And Good he one. does it. He smashes the bottom brick, and it doesn't hurt any other bricks. He punches the pile of bricks, and it <laughs> palm strike explodes. Close. Explodes. <laughs> yeah, it explodes. And explodes. that's when the other guy says. No, no, we're going to get... Oh, wait. Okay, I'm wrong. You're jumping ahead. All right. Because right, now whatever. we have all that, and good job. Everybody's Look at him, and the Black Dragon side says, we honor invitation, and Jackson says, no shit, you honor his invitation. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> but I did think it was a little weird, and I've never been to a situation like this. You've never been to a kumite? But would everybody... I last week. <laughs> would everybody really stop what they were doing? Like, everybody stop. If, if everybody if you knows were, you're trying to hit the yeah, bottom, break and break, and break and it, I would stop. Yes, I would, <laughs> <everybody> would stop. <laughs> Because it's not possible. But I was like, like these are like, the best fighters <laughs> in the world, and they all stop to watch yeah. him break a brick. Because that's impressive. Could you break a brick? No. no I don't even not, break the top see, brick. I'm nowhere brick. near the top fighter in the world. You know what I was saying? I, even when I was a kid, I was like, you know what would been more impressive? The middle brick. Yeah. Because the top brick, okay, the bottom brick's all about kinetic energy going through. Great. But the middle brick would have been a real impressive feat. <laughs> or a brick in another pocket. Well, not everybody, not everybody was impressed by this. <laughs> uh, who wasn't impressed by it? Chung Lee. And I what does he that. say, Carly? Oh, absolutely. Uh, okay, Tony. Tony, say it. Tony likes that. Brick, line. no hit back. It's <laughs> it's very good. Which is a direct ripoff no from End of the Dragon. When he says, not he, someone else says it. Oh, fuck, I forget. Bruce Lee says it. He says boards don't hit back. Right. Oh, is that what he said? Mm -hmm. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. When the guy that killed Bruce Lee's sister has a board, and he's like, boards don't hit back. <laughs> He said it with more disdain, I think. But, he, you know, the guy killed his sister, so he was really looking forward to killing that motherfucker. Yeah. But we'll get to that when we review Enter the Dragon. That's not underappreciated. Yeah, so that might say it's kind of like a backbone of, of uh, so Asian that, cinema. That could be <laughs> your like birthday pick, though. All of, yes. the, all of the, that genre of movie like this, is a, they paid homage to it because all of your, you know, kumite or ancient... Cause in, Enter the Dragon, it is a bunch of I the best fighters in the world go to this island to find out who's the best. Mm -hmm. So let's take that island and call it Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like we've done... Or let's take the plot of Mortal Kombat and the same fucking thing. I feel like we've done two Enter the Dragon tribute movies so far. Um, Last Dragon wasn't... It was an honor to Enter the Dragon. I was but, to Bruce Lee. I know, but maybe you, maybe you should do... A Bruce Enter Lee podcast? <laughs> let's talk about Lee. Maybe. Yeah, that'd only be five movies. But, and maybe Green Hornet episodes. Well, you know that people right now are doing crazy podcasts where they do an episode for every minute oh of God. the movie. It's yeah. a little ridiculous. I I've never listened. I know of those, and I'm not listening to that. Yeah, I, don't care. I listened to about five or six episodes of this Wrath of Khan one, and I'm like, yeah. This I'm like, okay, I'm only five minutes in. I can't do this. <laughs> but you could just for your birthday do Enter the Dragon. Well, we'll... You know, all our listeners will be on the edge of their sheets for my birthday pick, which, spoilers, is coming up this month. So. Oh, yeah. 
pronounced. Now we see Helmer Rollins are meeting with uh, Chinese official Inspector Chen to try to get their help in locating Frank Dukes. And of course, my men are already overworked, blah, 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 but finally, you know, hey, come on, give the me a call. The police chief in Hong Kong, or whatever his title is, mm -hmm. knows also about the Kumite. Well, everybody knows. <laughs> so now we come this back. This is to not a very secret, secret thing. <laughs> well, no. So it's we come a back secret, to the bar. It's not a secret, secret. <laughs> Thank you, Henry Cho. Yes. I like him, but I don't like him. Like him. <laughs> well, I spent money, money. I didn't even get a kiss, kiss. <laughs> Not piss, piss. <laughs> I love Henry Cho. If he likes to come on the podcast, we'd love to have him. Also, if she's asleep, that means no. So now we're back at the no bar. No kiss, kiss. If she's asleep, sleep. There you go. <laughs> Cut to Hussein, who's harassing Janice, who says, you come upstairs with me for an interview. She's like, like hell, let go of me. He wants to say, no, no, Hussein is an asshole. And that's when he's gonna, he reaches back to give her the old, you know, the, yeah, he's the, the slap. The old attitude oh. adjuster. I didn't say that. That's what that slap is called, though. It's called the attitude adjuster. So Frank sees this, and he's had enough of this. And he grabs yeah. his hand and says, leave the girl alone. And, he's, and his buddy goes, he's the American shithead who makes chicks with bricks. Great line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, Jackson comes in. looks like the kumite starts one day earlier, huh, fellas? And, and she's like, whoa, guys, let's calm down. None of them know each other from a can of paint, but mm -hmm. why not? Yeah. Let's all start to fight. And Frank's the level-headed one. He goes, look, if we fight right now, will both of us be kicked out of the kumite? Like, she's like, just for her? Because <laughs> well, they explained to them that if you fight outside of the kumite, mm -hmm. you're kicked out of the You're kumite. out. Mm -hmm. So nobody wants to risk that. No, yeah. because this is very prestigious. You get but a big great. gold dragon if you win. No, shit, that was the wrong move. That was a movie. <laughs> Same plot, different movie. Sorry. So, he makes a deal. He says, you hold this, and it's an American quarter. She says, if I can grab this before you close your hand, I get the girl. If I can't, she's yours. And she's like, um, no. <laughs> she, he goes, she's and, like, he's, and he's like, seminar lady, the men are talking. <laughs> it's early, early use of mansplaining. Mm -hmm. uh. So now, and he does it. Boom. He goes it, and he's like, ha ha, you lose, American asshole. And he points down to his hand, opens it up, and there's a Chinese coin. And then he pulls out the corner, and it looks like she's mine. Now, this was an actual, another reference to Bruce Lee. Legend has a Bruce Lee to do this to people. Really? Yeah, he would be like, here, if I can grab this quarter. I don't know if he replaced it with another quarter or what. I think he did. Well, he did it on, um, what was that fucking show? Kung Fu? Take the pebble from my hand. Mm -hmm. Grasshopper. They did yeah, that too. Like he, which I'm sure was from Bruce Lee. Right, because Bruce Lee was supposed to have done Kung Fu and yeah. David Carradine. And there was a, some kind of, you know, mishap because he was a... They needed a white guy back in then. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we'll get over that. The star on the show. So now... Americans we, were not ready to accept a film... Uh, TV's. Chinese action star as yes. lead, yeah. So they got David Carradine instead, who I don't know why anybody accepted him as an action star as <laughs> David Carradine. May he rest in peace. Yeah. All right, so now we get to walk and talk with our reporter lady. Don't trust her, Dukes. She's full of shit. I mean, um, she's trying to find information about yeah. the Kumite. <laughs> He's like, well, Kumite's for the fighters, not for the people who read newspapers. She's like, but reporters are entitled to everything. Because we're reporters, and that's what we do. We don't respect anybody's personal privacy. Shit, I'm going off on a tangent. Moving on. <laughs> that's pretty much her attitude, though. Yeah, but yes. reporters are entitled to everything because we're reporters, and we don't care if it's your personal business. We're putting it out. <laughs> so anyway, we cut to Dukes, and he's doing the splits. And he's warming up. He's meditating. One of many. <laughs> One every of many. time, every time he did the splits, Tony goes, I don't know if you know this, 
Put John Claude Van Damme could do the splits every single time. <laughs> so he does it like seventeen times. And what's, and what's, I was like, what's I funny knew. About it? I knew. <laughs> what's funny about the splits is, have you seen the new Kickboxer? No. There's a new Kickboxer movie. Where he doesn't play the lead. He's the trainer now, mm-hmm. and the guy who's um, Sloan, who's the main character, he's doing the splits. And Van Damme walks up and goes, "The splits, huh?" It was like, so. <laughs> <laughs> like really shocked. It was really funny for. The whole, I guess you had Tony's to like, well, he does them in every movie, but I didn't know if you knew. I was like, no, I knew. Well, he does them in every movie like once, but this one he does it like, it, he legit does it like five, six times. Mm-hmm. So you're like, wow. He does a lot of splits. Lots of splits. Well, so then we get another great line from Jackson. Remember the line from Jackson, Elaine? Yes, because he comes in and is like, dude, it's time to go. Or maybe he, or maybe Dukes, it's time to go. And he says, that, he, and he sees him doing the splits and he goes, that hurts me just looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> he comes and then he doesn't acknowledge him, so he just starts fucking He's with like, him. He's <laughs> like, Frankie, Earth to Frankie, this is ground control. Do you copy? And he keeps talking and Frank's not, he's no selling the whole thing. Well, He's we, like, He's we learned in the training montage that yeah, he, he can't focus. be disrupted while he meditates. <laughs> right, you can beat him with a stick and he's yeah. fine. Yep. <laughs> so he says, are you ready? And he snaps out of it. I am ready. We have our opening ceremony with lots of flag waving and fire spinning. and Which was cool. Which looks like the opening games of the Olympics. It seemed like it only <laughs> the only thing that was missing was some really scantily clad ladies. This is for the fighters, okay? We're not worried about the scantily clad ladies. That's they didn't really have No boom boom ladies. before the big fight. No. <laughs> no boom boom before a big there fight. There were no ladies in between fights, no ladies walking around. It was really... It was weird not to... That was to, a friend's reference. But I noticed it. It was weird not to have scantily clad ladies. Yeah. Well, the scantily clad ladies are for the audience because the fighters are trying to be focused. I know. The scantily clad ladies are with the uh, triad betters. Right. <laughs> and they're not really that scantily clad. No. They're just ladies. They're just ladies. Some of them are ladies of the night, if you will. So now our head um, Black Dragon Society guy, who looks like a white dude. Seemed kind of weird. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> explains what Kumite is. The Kumite was first used by the Black Dragon Society to measure the skill of their fighting ranks. Anyway, big, long story short, <laughs> after three days they have this <laughs> tournament. You're going to do the accent for the whole <laughs> I was going to do the whole thing with the Kokorukai, the Black Dragon Society. I decided not to do it, because it's, it's kind of a long speech. Pointing the way to the moon. <laughs> So after three days, one person's going to win, champion, the best. Moving on. And we cut to our first fight. And the crowd goes crazy. By crazy, it means they're making bets. Mm-hmm. Money's exchanging mm-hmm. hands, and we see a fight. And Lin, you know, for the movie, because i, I got to think, if you're at the Kumite and it's starting, you should probably know how to win. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the time to figure out what the yeah. rules are. But we, the audience, need this line But it's of a good plot device, because yeah. we need to know how to win. Yes. Apparently, there's three ways. There's, yeah. there's three ways to win. We need One, sir, knock the guy out. Yeah, two, need, sir, what's his name? Pull that question. Shouts my tape. Right. <laughs> or three, you throw the fucker right off the runway. So there we go. But I asked Tony, and he didn't know. Is it one fight you lose and you're out? Yeah, single elimination. Okay. No, it was single elimination. Because I was like, I is it remember. single elimination? He was like, I don't know, because a lot of things are double elimination. A lot of movies do the double elimination Not so you can have the one where the hero loses and then, oh my God, you know, but this one, is like, he no, no. make it through? <laughs> you're lucky if you live through this. <laughs> see, th- see, some of those other movies with, with, term- with tournaments are, because uh, 
if you really love me, you'll lose this tournament. And then you change it to, if you really love me, you'll, you'll win, win the tournament. tournament. So you need more than if one elimination. If you really love like, me, you'll win this kumite for me. Like, if you really love me, you'll lose the kumite, like in the first fight. She's so like, now you'll win this kumite. Bitch, you told me to lose. I can't go back yeah, in. this is it. I'm out. I'm not coming in under a mask. When I win that special sword, I'm going to use it to cut off your hair. It's a punch. Because that's what happens when you're annoying. Yes. Took that way back. Way mm. back. All the way to Waterworld. Mm. Also, <laughs> there's no post-flatulence scene in this. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's any flatulence in this movie at all, and you would have thought that Oak could have had at least one. <laughs> he could have worked it in there. He was drinking lots of beer. Anyway, so now we get our first fight. We have um, Tong Po versus Karate Guy number one. And they have a pretty good fight, but uh, Tong Po gives him a spinning uppercut to knock him off the, the platform. Knocks him out and off the platform. Double win for him. And you see, like, blood and spittle fly out of his right. mouth. And we get the titular line here. That's why they call this game Bloodsport. This thing, Bloodsport <laughs> Kid, but close. He says this game. No, he says this thing, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Okay. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so here's my what part I love of this. A bunch of people throw money at him, and one guy like kicks dirt on him. But <laughs> he throws money, and like he's like, mm-hmm. kicks dirt. All right, and we get our next fight. It's Jackson versus who I'm calling Pretty Guy. Because <laughs> he's got the nice hair. We already did white boy karate. So yeah. white boy karate guy. And he, I don't even remember him being fighting in this movie. Like the guy with the boards right in the beginning. Yeah. He's not in the tournament. <laughs> I guess they don't show all of the matches. Yeah. yeah. So here we go. Well, that's because what he did wasn't impressive enough mm-hmm. Impressive enough to go to the Kumite. Right. Yeah. He didn't qualify. <laughs> so. Because boards don't hit back. Jackson's there, and he's got his head bent on, and he's doing a little bop, and pretty guy's like, all right. And he goes to work on Jackson right away. And he's kicking him and then punching him, and he's winning. And all of a sudden, Jackson gets kicked in the face, and he's bleeding. And he's like, you motherfucker. He actually says, motherfucker. And then rawr, gives him a hammer fist to the nose and knocks him out cold. And he's like, come on, get up. Come on. And he walks right over to, Kong, to Chung Lee. And what does he say, Tony? You're next. Nope. No? Damn it. <laughs> Elaine? Anybody goes, I'm going to kill you, oh, man. Yeah. Right. yeah, you, man. And Chung Lee's like, Chung-Li's me? Like, and he goes, you got it. <laughs> Chung Lee's kind of like, okay, wow. <laughs> he's like, all right. <laughs> I didn't realize you were after me. I didn't know who you are, but so, I'll kill you. That's fine. <laughs> so then after so much much more vamping, Jackson goes over to Frank Dukes. is like, look, Frankie, I won. With the double thumbs up. He's like, look at him, buddy. I won. Slaps his hands. Yeah. And doesn't he say, what took you so long? When he goes and sits down, he's like, good stuff, Jackson. That was really good. He goes, oh, one thing, Noah. What took you so long? He's like, ah, real funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now we have uh, Chung Lee takes a f- his first fight, and uh, he's fighting who I'm Chung calling Lee. Jobber Chung because the entire crowd Chung breaks in the chant. Chung Lee, Jobber. He hits him like twice, rear naked choke, puts him out. Even though they don't say that you can choke somebody unconscious, we assume that's a way to win, but don't worry, Chung Lee's got this covered as he palm strikes him in the head and throws him the fuck off the runway. Yes. So, there you go, there's your win. And Dukes is up next. And who does he get to fight? Luckily, it's Hussein. Good thing he had that beef at the bar with the girl. So yeah. now this is going to close that loop right away. Because Chung Lee just got a new record. Right. New world Because the writers of this are leaving no plot holes uncovered. <laughs> <laughs> we want all the tropes. Now, don't There's go all- on a bathroom break because this fight is fast. How fast? His first fight in the Kumite, he broke the fucking world record. Uh. Yeah! Jackson's losing his mind. That's my buddy. Because literally, he grabbed his arm, hit him twice, and then... Rose his fist in the air and cocked his head. 
Hussein passed out. <laughs> which, but, how long has Kumite been going Which on? was a For fake 5, out. 5,000 years. I think this is probably a faster record. <laughs> no, We've seen UFC w- matches that are like 20 seconds. Well, this was supposed to be like 14 seconds or something like that. Oh, it, really? it was ungodly fast. But there was a fake out. There was a fake out. Because Hussein pushes the referee yeah, over and he tries to sneak attack Frank. And Frank hits with an elbow, springs of the way. Rich hands it back in the neck and he's out. And he bows again. He just walks off. And then... Go ahead, Elena. You want to talk about the tooth? <laughs> oh, guys, yeah, this is so weird because it doesn't seem to fit with the rest of the thing. Is that you can see the shiny gold tooth on the mat that had Frank had knocked out of the front of Hussein. Blood around it. And um, the guy's looking at it and looking Rubs at it. Really long and picks it up <laughs> and bites it to make sure it's real gold, and then yeah. sneaks off the edge of the mat like. Were the other people going to jump him for the gold tooth? I don't or know. Like it was job? weird. He had a sponge, so he's supposed to be cleaning the mat. Like, I don't know. Well, maybe the gold tooth should go back to the guy who got knocked out because it's his gold tooth. But he's like, <laughs> fuck that, I'm keeping the gold tooth. Well, of course, because it's gold tooth, but just the whole... And cue part- the music. Because now is the big fight scene. We're going to roll through some fights really fucking quick here. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote in my notes, Kumite Jam Song. Kumite Jam Song, that's a good one. So we have Muay Thai guy... Uh, who just destroys a dude with knees, looks at him, like fucking knees him again. Um, they tend to do that. More fights, more fights, more fights. And the scene closes with Duke's kicking a guy six, seven times, <laughs> knocking him out, and then Kong Lee kicking a dude, and then gives the pep pock of love. No, no, the peck pop of destruction. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of peck pops in this movie. Well, he was Mr. Um, China, like for 10 years straight or something. Well, and room? he yeah. looked at the dude is ripped was he a fighter? and beautiful. I don't think so. he was a bodybuilder. I don't no. think he was a fighter. Well, he, he looked does like Tai Chi. Oh, okay. He looked fantastic. He's All right. Enough of that. <laughs> Helmut Rollins are now eating, and Inspector Cheng comes up and says, and tells him where Dukes is, and they're having a hard time using the chopsticks, and they invite Inspector Chen, please join us, and he's like, no, I don't eat here. Which <laughs> <laughs> is pretty telling. And the next very, so they tell him where he is, he's at this hotel, and then Forrest Whitaker, or Rollins, if you will, Throws his food at a dog who looks at it and is like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Then we cut to the hotel where Helmut Rollins tried to arrest Dukes. With the world's oldest tasers. With the world's oldest (laughs) tasers. With what looks like flashlights. And Jackson, knowing nothing about what's going on, decides, he goes, because Forrest Whitaker says, stab this pal, and he goes, I ain't your pal, dick face. Good line. Which is another great line. Tackles Helmut Rollins and, and Dukes runs away. And we cue the music. Well, and Forrest Whitaker <laughs> tells um, Jackson. Jackson to stay where he is, and he threatens him. I don't remember the line. You're going to shit sparks. Yeah. <laughs> stay put. <laughs> and then he runs but, away, as Carly put it, just enough so that they can keep chasing him. Yeah. Every <laughs> time they started to catch up, he stopped. Or he, every time he started to get away from him, he stopped and looked yeah. at him like, are you coming? Are you he's, coming? He's and a super he shape and, and agile. Get, he'll stop. Right well, at one point, like they're going in the wrong way. He's like, hey, guys. He's standing <laughs> yeah. around. I was like, I feel like he should be way further ahead, but then I realized that he was intentionally. Yeah, he's fucking with them. <laughs> They'll tire long before he does. But is really, this where the Kumite really song not, plays? He's not in any trouble, right? Well, he I, mean, he, I mean, he fought, he went, but I mean, it's not like well, he's going to get technically, court-martialed, right? Well, he could because they granted him leave, but they can rescind your leave. Like, okay, your leave's not granted anymore, and right. you're supposed to have a meeting, and you didn't go, so I'm pretty oh, okay. sure they rescinded his leave, okay. so okay. now he's AWOL. Which right. seems like crap. That's some crap. 
<laughs> You've clearly never been in the military. No, Moving but my on. dad was. <laughs> Your dad will understand. This is something no people often forget. Bread and water. When you join the military, you do not have the same rights as a regular American citizen. You, you give up a portion of your rights. It's I part of aware. how it works. You're pretty much an indentured servant. So people get to, should stop complaining about they have rights. No, you don't. You sign them away. All right, so here we go. It just, as a person who's not, seems like so my, my job is not telling me what to do. On my I don't know. Off. This seems like the most <laughs> ineffective. Not a job. I know. <laughs> All right, anyway. So, yes, Carly hit it right on the head. He is just messing with these guys. Yes. And he loses them when he goes across the line of boats and they fall in the water. And, and he then he hops on the back of that little cart and waves. Yeah. <laughs> it's the rickshaw. Yeah, he hops in the rickshaw. Before they go away, he waves, bye, fuckers, and just, that's it. He's got to go see about a girl. He's got, yeah, he's got a hot date. So, speaking of the hot date, we cut to the hot date, mm -hmm. where she only wants to talk about the kumite. And then, I guess she realizes that, you know, this isn't working, so she uses the line, I'd really like to know about the kumite, but more important than that, I'd really like to get to know you better. Mm -hmm. Besides, we've got all night. <laughs> you got the touch. <laughs> <laughs> you got the power. All right, so, even as a kid, when I'm watching the movie, I'm like, this girl's full of shit. She's a bad person. She's using him. Yes. She did want to let him enter her premises, though. He did enter the premises. And then he entered the premises. Yes, he did. And this is Carla's favorite part of the movie, I'm pretty sure, because she's mentioned it already. <laughs> we get this, this it was is, funny because I wrote that down before the movie started. And, and you've been then, waiting for the butt the whole then time. Then cut to I was like, whoa. <laughs> so what'd you think, Carly? Was it worth the wait? It, it, it was a very nice, very nice butt. <laughs> he had a very nice butt. You know he can crush a walnut with his butt. I believe that. That's well, actually, that's a, when he was on the episode of Friends, he said that. <laughs> he says, I can crush a walnut with my butt. <laughs> Which kind of sticks with you, I don't know. All right. It's impressive. So now we have the post-morning post coitus celebration where he puts on his bikini briefs. <laughs> and he says, I've got to go. And she's like, I know. She's like, I'd like to see you again later. He's like, okay. Gives her a kiss and walks away. And this is how you really know this woman's full of shit. What's the first thing she does when he turns around? She rolls her fucking eyes. <laughs> so you know she's full of shit. She's a terrible yeah, person. She gives her like that the look or whatever. Like, hey, nah, I'm going to win this one for you, my love. And she's like, just call me a fox because that's all I am to you. <laughs> He's like, bye, foxy lady. Although really all he is to her is a fox. <laughs> all he is to her is a way in to yeah. the kumite. But he won't take her. He's like, I can't help you. Nope. And then when he got there, she's there. I was like, how the fuck did she get here already? <laughs> she might have gave somebody else an entry. She didn't even know where yeah. it was, and she was still in bed when he left. She ran into uh, <laughs> Willie from Temple of Doom <laughs> and borrowed her hair, her hair and makeup person because mm -hmm. she looks exactly like... Yeah. Well, anyway, so um, Jackson tries to impress the Black Dragon Society. He goes, pick a brick. I know the bottom one, right? And he breaks the top brick and is like, huh, look, not a scratch on. You're like, that's not Denmark. So then he goes, well, neither is this. And breaks it with his head. And he hands it to him. He goes, for you. And everybody's like, holy shit, that just happened. <laughs> that dude's insane. Yeah, pretty much. That is pretty impressive. And what I'm guessing is a triad guy comes and asks Frank how he's doing. Tells him he's a good fighter. And that's when we see our uh, reporter friend all hoed up. And she's like, not the first time I've had to go no, undercover. Well, she's not the first time I've had to go I wrote she was a story. bluesy. She was. Bluesy? But how the fuck did she get ready so fast? <laughs> I 
well, as soon as he walked out, she it probably helps that her hair and makeup was perfectly done when she already. Yeah. <laughs> she just had to do a throw on that dress. She just had to throw on that dress and pull her hair to the side and put some combs in. And she was good to go. <laughs> yep, threw on some hoe dust and she's out the door. Hoe dust. For show dust. <laughs> All right, so now, and we start, we got our first fight, and it's Paco, our Muay Thai guy, versus Butt Wiggles. The guy who just who just squats down, wiggles his butt, and then gets his ass kicked. Cut to Dukes versus another jobber. Gets knocked out. Jobber. Tong Po fights Chong Li. And this is a pretty good fight until the shins or the skin. Now, this is where I knew Elaine was full of shit. When she's actually seen, she's like, oh, my God. I'm like, this is a, a moment you don't really forget. forget. Yeah, no, don't forget I know it happened. It's just gross. It and I, even Ugh, with 1988 limited budget, budget special effects, it's yucky. It's yucky. Like, every one of his fights when it was over, I was like, he didn't have to do that. He of course not. He's chung Lee. Ugh. He didn't have to I do that. I hadn't seen that before. I just don't like looking and at that. And during this whole thing, the reporter pulls out her recorder and is giving notes. Nobody knows. <laughs> I got to tell you, the I compound fracture... I want her ass fracture, to get kicked out. <laughs> a compound fracture like that is one of my biggest martial arts fears. Even though we don't do any punching and kicking in jujitsu, Still, like, that's like... I don't ever want that to happen. It's so upsetting. Well, you know what is not upsetting is the next fight. Cause it's Dukes versus another jobber. Then we get Chung Lee versus a jobber. Then we have a jobber versus a jobber. <laughs> Double jobber. Then we have Dukes versus a way too much hype guy who gets kicked his, in the face and then kicked right off the fucking runway. <laughs> then we have Sumo Guy versus Monkey Guy. And I was really, I'm still, every time I watch it, I root for the Monkey Guy. I don't know why. Because <laughs> well, I think he's cooler than the Sumo you Guy. like Blanca. The monkey dude, Could be. monkey dude is wasting entirely too much energy being a monkey. Well, that's Capoeira. That's what I do. That, that's I his fighting style, man. It's just, it's just. Don't a yuck another man's energy. yum. It's a waste of energy. Banana way. Anyway, Stub he get, energy. Well, he gets, well, he gets bear hugged. Andre the Giant style to death, and we get um, Chung Lee versus Hakama Pants Jobber. Then we get Dukes versus Sumo Guy, and this is when his jacket comes off. He because Sumo Guy grabbed him by the jacket, gave him a nice lapel drag to the ground. He's like, "All right, I'm just gonna take this off. Now what?" That's big. He dude. goes, "Oh, okay." Bear hug and headbutt his way out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Dim mock to the gut. And Sumo Guy's having a hard time breathing, and he does this thing like, okay, I'm going to come hug you now. He hulks like up. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, he's hulking up, and he's giving the motion that I'm coming for the bear hug, and Van Damme's like, or Dukes is like, all right, I'll just stand here. And as the Sumo Guy comes in, we get another splits, because I know, Carl, you did, did you know that Van Damme did a splits? <laughs> I did know. <laughs> and we have the ball shot of doom. Birth of uh, Johnny Cage. Right. Birth. Actually, Johnny Cage was supposed to be like a ripoff of Van Damme. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Dick Basically punch for the Completely win. stole that from <laughs> Yes. Completely. Yeah, punched like, him right in the old yam bag. Yep. So it comes up, and now Sumo Guy is having a hard time breathing, and his junk hurts. Finish him. So, <laughs> you know, I was expecting him to, to freeze him and then rip his head off, <laughs> but instead he just puts his head at his forehead and pushes him down. And now we get our, our first big match of characters of importance, and it's Chong Lee versus Jackson. Uh oh! It's time to separate the men from the boys. Just be careful, Chong Lee doesn't separate half from your body. Hmm? <laughs> and the fight starts. And Jackson's off to a good start. He's winning. He hits him a couple times, double axe handle, and he's down. And he's yeah, I got him. And he starts chanting his own name. <laughs> his own name. His own Nobody Jackson. Can. Jackson. And like they're like, pay to, attention. Like he's trying to get the crowd to start chanting Jackson because they've been chanting Chung Lee. Chung Lee. And they're not chanting, and he's like, what? Oh, shit, he's getting up. Yeah. and Like professional wrestling today. <laughs> yeah. So all of a sudden, Chung Lee goes to work. 
and it's inside leg kicks, outside leg kicks, punch this, punch here, punch there, and he's down, and he starts stomping him, kicking him, and then he stomps him right in the skull, mm. and he's out, fight's over, and to humiliate him, he steals his headband. Harley Davidson. His Harley Davidson. No Marlboro Man. <laughs> <laughs> the Marlboro Man would have shot him. The Marlboro Man would have, yeah. <laughs> but now he's waving it at, at Dukes. And he grabs it and he's like, oh yeah, Chong Lei, Chong Lei. And he holds it in his hand and he's just pumping the crowd up and they love it. Well, I mean, but to be fair, Jackson did come right over to his face and say, I'm going to kill you. Right, so to this is, to be, you know, if we didn't have anything else, I would think Jackson was the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> because he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. He's like, all right. Chong Lei's like, boot me? It's <laughs> like, what did I do to you? <laughs> See, I mean, but to be fair, he did say he was going to kill Chong Lee, so this seems like it was warranted. He maybe. called him out. Not the head stomp. Out of nowhere. Oh. The curb stomp is never warranted, but I'm just saying. <laughs> it's always like the very last hit he could have just not well, done. Because he's a douchebag. The guy was already out. <laughs> right. So Dukes, you know, runs to his friend's aid, who's he known for tops like three days. I was like, is he dead? So is the he day, dead? The Kumite's three days, and we're not at the end yet, so we're on day two of the Kumite. <laughs> and he met him the day before the Kumite. So he's known him for, what, three days? Mm-hmm. Okay. But, uh, this is his best friend. He'll do but anything But now he needs it. to jump onto the mat and everything, but whatever. Lynn has to hold him back, which I don't think that little dude could <laughs> hold back Sean Claude Van Damme. No. And he didn't. No. So but now, he held him back a little bit. A little bit. Until the fight was officially over, and Chong Lee left. <laughs> well, there was some good, like, evil looks between JCVD and Chong Lee. They're, like, looking at each other, and there's some great acting here. You can c- convey lots very, of uh, stuff. Rocky Forish. Very Rocky Forish. Yeah. Even Throw the damn to, even tried to stop the fight. Yeah, he did. I feel like Ch- uh, Chong Lee was very threatening via just eyes. That's mm-hmm. a scary dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's scary. He's scary. He's still scary looking today. He looks like a very nice older man, but I wouldn't yeah. fuck with him. All right, so now we cut the Jackson in the hospital, and with the world's really, (laughs) with the world's worst doctor who has his his stethoscope and he looks like he's trying to find his heart. Yeah, he's checking all (laughs) over his chest, and it's not like he's holding it somewhere where he's like trying to get a reading. No, he's just moving around like not there, not there. White people physiology is different. (laughs) (laughs) And the the reporter for some reason has decided to join him. And they start arguing, and the doctor kicks him out. He's like, if you're going to argue, go elsewhere, please. I'm trying to find this man's heart. I have no idea where it is. <laughs> I'm only a doctor. So Janice and Frank have this argument like they've been together for years, yeah. and they just met a day ago, and they yes. had sex one time. Yep. Or maybe three or four times. I don't know how many times they he hit it that night. But they fucked one time, and all of a sudden she's like, I don't want you to get hurt. You can't do this. I'll stop this fight. Yes, because you know she goes full liberal and is like, I don't care what you want to do. It's wrong, and I'm going to stop you. Because I don't care what you want. I'm right, and I know what's best for you. Because I didn't know what the Kumite was, and now I know what the Kumite is, and I don't think it's a great story anymore, and I just think it's awful, and everyone should stop. Right. Now that I watched some of it, it's barbaric. Mm-hmm. But he's like, why are you a reporter? And My father was a reporter. <laughs> I was a good writer. It seemed like the right thing to do. To you would be the best reporter father. you can be for him and yourself, Right. Yes, that's right. Well, I'm just trying to be the best I can be. But not just for me, but for Tanaka Mashidoshi, too. He's so That's great, he, Frank. Go just, right ahead. I yeah. somebody like Jackson or worse. He's so, he he's so, he's so doing my audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm off the hook then. Awesome. <laughs> but here's the thing. Okay, so... Seen this once or twice. Janice goes to the police. <laughs> who didn't care about the Kumite when the military came to him and said, hey, we need to stop this guy from competing in the Kumite. 
And he obviously knows where the Kumite is, and he knows who this Frank guy is because he gave his information from the hotel to the military inspector guys, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now, all of a sudden, because this white woman reporter says, I don't want my friend Frank to get hurt, he's going to stop the Kumite. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't stop or the Kumite. Or stop him from fighting it. But he didn't give a fuck before, and <laughs> I'm sorry, I would think good relations with the American military is more important than some bitch reporter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm thinking, the re- you know, but hey, whatever, for, works for the movie. So now let's hit some sad dramatic music because I'm mm. on my own. I put emotional train music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Dukes reflects and he's on a bus or train, I'm not really sure. Remembering all the bad times. Remembering everything. Very, and rock, and he, very he, emotional. And he looks in the window and he sees what appears to be Chong Li staring at him. And he looks and he's not there. Very Rocky Four. <laughs> I was waiting for Warriors, uh, was it Burning Heart to start playing? <laughs> Uh, we're going to do Rocky IV because that's not the most revered Rocky movie. I don't know. It was pretty revered, though. Yeah, it made a lot of money. I love it. Yeah. The only one that really is underappreciated is Rocky V, and I'm not doing it. Yes, because yeah, that is trash. <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> but don't worry about it. Dukes is going to do some splits on this um, concrete Hey, Carly, Alter? did you know I don't that Jean-Claude Van Damme can do the splits? <laughs> I don't and believe it myself. At first, in this scene, the way it was shot, it looked like he was levitating and doing the splits. <laughs> and then when they rounded the way, you could see that he was sitting on the thing. Well, you know what? <laughs> the real Frank Dukes can levitate. I was like, I didn't know he could levitate, but I didn't know he could do the splits. <laughs> but, you do, but as someone who can do the splits, you do know, or used to could anyways, that you have to practice constantly or it yeah. will go away. So it's really important that he keeps doing the splits or he will lose it. <laughs> it's really important in this movie that he does it like 16 times. It's a perishable skill, Carl. Damn it. All right, so now um, we get we cut to our narrow corridor where you have to protect your nuts. Don't forget about that. We see Homer and Rollins at the end. And he's, and he's asked, you guys here for the finals? It's not going to be any finals, Dukes. At least not, not for, for you. you. And he tells him he hasn't come as far as stopping Forrest Whitaker, or Rollins, if you will, says, we're not going to stop you. He will. And Inspector Chen sends his guys to get their ass kicked. Mm. So as he's walking, we had a cool scene of people jumping out and Van Damme mm-hmm. just putting the boots to him. And I thought, okay, now he doesn't get to come back to America. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because he now beat up the Hong Kong police department. <laughs> he's yeah. definitely going to get arrested. <laughs> At least. You know, and this is all happening because of a fucking reporter. <laughs> anyway. Who's hiding behind the so, corner. No, no, nay, nay. They can't take dudes because he's the baddest man jamma on the planet. Just ask him, and the real Frank Dukes will tell you that. <laughs> anyway, so now they try to tase him. Helen and Rollins get their tasers out, but two random guys just, as their buddies are getting beat up, they're hanging out around the corner, and now Why they not? come out just in time to get for Dukes to grab some garbage can lids that were just happened to be there. Yeah. And the tasers come off and hit 90 degrees and tase these two guys. Oh, and they're not paying attention to what they're holding in their hand. Those, <laughs> those two dudes had to have been... The reporter is around the corner, too, because mm-hmm. she pops out as well at some point. And... So they must have been there to guard her, probably, right? Okay. So she doesn't no. get kidnapped and sold into white lady slavery? <laughs> <laughs> wow. They are in the rougher part of town. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm sorry. There's no way that the triads are not involved in sex trafficking. Well, <laughs> well I have no opinion on that, triads, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> if you want to come on the podcast, just let me know. I won't be here. <laughs> I'm busy that day as well. Tell me. Fine. Well, there you go. Me and Tony have another podcast that yeah, day. It's the um, it's a I love the Triad podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, so after the amazing shot of the of the taser, and these and Helmut Rollins aren't paying attention, get their 
taser's taken from them. Duh. He says, I'll see you guys tomorrow at the airport. And goes to fight. And what happens here? Like after the police have all tried to get him and he beats up the police. They just go in and watch. And, yep, they just go in. <laughs> they go in and sit down. Like, why didn't you do that the whole time? Because like, they're like, you can't get hurt. He's like, I won't. <laughs> and how did they get in? I don't know. With her. Yeah. <laughs> and she couldn't get in before, but now. She had to sneak in as yeah. a hoe before, <laughs> but now she can just now get she in. Just walk in. So now our triad and Mr. Lin. Remember me are, from yesterday when I was told, a hot piece of ass? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so now our triad and Mr. Lin are trying to buy Frank some time because he's late. Well, he's outside fighting the police. So <laughs> Fight the police. Fight the police. Like, he's coming. Yeah. He's coming. Yes. Too late. Fight the power. No, he's coming. He's coming. And he's like, too late. And the triad guy's like, no such thing as too late. Puts a bunch of money in his gi. And then Frank walks in. He takes it right back out. <laughs> Is that the same guy that kicked the dirt on the dude earlier? Might have been. I don't know. All right. So now we're all in. How you feel today, Dukes? I feel good. Duke's my main. <laughs> and we get our first uh, semifinal of the day. We get Paco versus Dukes. And a good fight, where, which ends with them trading kicks to the side, mm. which seems like a really bad idea because you know you're going to have to fight again. Yeah. You probably shouldn't tender up those rips. Nah. I was like, why does he do that? Because it seemed like he was like, let's do it. You do one, I'll do one. You do one, I'll do one. <laughs> and he does it in Kickboxer, too. Yeah. <laughs> seems like a, but in Kickboxer, he only had to fight the one time. Yeah, yeah. This, he's going to have to fight again. Yeah. So that just seems like a bad idea. But that real Frank Duke is a bad motherfucker. So we get our second um, semifinal. We get Chong Lee versus Chang Ip something. I missed the last part. May he rest in peace. Mm. Chong Lee kills this motherfucker. Just because he can. Just because he can. Like this. Not because he like, needs to. Earlier in the movie, Elaine's like, did he just. He killed that guy. He killed At that guy. At least three he times didn't I was like, is that him. guy dead? But no. This guy actually. No, was. all of these guys are in Carly's movie <laughs> and live. Yeah, they all they live. They But I, I, couldn't, I couldn't with this guy. He definitely died. Well, because when someone dies, they give him proper respect. And then he changes his up. own name and hulks up. He seriously was fucking Hulk Hogan here because he starts chanting his own fucking name and raising his arms up like, get up, you fools, and chant my name. I am Chung Lee. But they're all like, that dude's dead. Have a, have a little respect. So they, everybody stands up, and they bow their heads in respect, and Chung Lee walks right up to Dukes. He says, you are the next. Frank Dukes just bows his head because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. And now the crowd buzzes as we get ready for the final match. Which, if those of you have been keeping score, Tony, who's the final match? Fred Dukes. Frank Dukes. Sorry. Fred? <laughs> Fred Dukes. I keep teeing you guys up. You're fucking killing me. Frank today. Dukes. Chong Lee. Fre- is that Frank's brother, Fred? <laughs> yes. No, Durf was in another movie. Damn it. Durf on call. Durf. That's what I said. Durf. All right. So now, for some reason, they have to change for the final match. You can't wear whatever you want. No, no. you got to wear your MMA and shorts. Ready the platform for the final match. And, that, and then they made weird. it more like a skate ramp. Yeah. Now they have to fight in a half pipe. It yeah. was weird. <laughs> I was like, what happened? Did it, it like does, cave in in the middle? <laughs> it does, however, make the fighting platform from the flashback scene when he was a child make more sense Yes, that's why. Because they trained on that weird half pipe and I'm like, that is the weirdest place to train ever. (laughs) And this is why. So they have practice at it. Mm -hmm. So, because if you have to fight it, well, if you're going to have to fight it, on a platform that like that, you're going to want to practice because that's like really awkward. Yeah, <laughs> there's but, only one set. Right. <laughs> Give it up, and again, I've got the high ground, and he cuts his legs off. Yep. Don't underestimate my See, powers. You didn't have to force the Star Wars reference; it just came naturally. <laughs> well, sometimes you have the force. Sometimes the force is with us all. You should never force it. No means no. <laughs> right, especially if she's asleep. 
So, we're going to circle back around to the fight now. And what's important is that we see when Chung Lee takes off his pants. He's wearing shorts, Carly, don't worry. <laughs> I watched, I know. <laughs> Did you notice Ray Jackson's bandana on his leg? Yep. He's wearing it, which I think it would fall off since you throw a kick. Whatever. Pretty much. But anyway, but this pisses off Frank, which it would because this is his dear friend that he's known for four days now. <laughs> but he bows to show his respect. But Chung Lee just bounces his titties. <laughs> <laughs> which is a sign of respect. So well, what's For also his gym uh, re uh, routine. Well, prior to that, we see his manager give him something. He puts a little pill, uh -oh. if you will, in his waistband. And I was like, what the hell Because this that? is just straight wrestling at yeah, this point. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> straight out of WWF. Mm -hmm. And we do get the peck pop of love. And we get the referees, Big John McCarthy, and he asks about if they're ready, and they let's get it on. <laughs> you ready? But first, before the start, says, you broke my I record. For Herb Dean. Thanks. Mm -hmm. No, you prefer the guy with the really long mustache. Anyway. I do like that mustache, Let's but I do prefer Herb Dean. <laughs> Can we get back to this fight, though? Nah. <laughs> so anyway, Chung Lee looks at him and says, you broke my record, but now I'm going to break you mm -mm. like I broke your friend. Oh, That's shit. That's some stone-cold so shit to say to somebody. Oh, he broke the record in the beginning. The yeah. world Yeah, the world Because I was like, he still has undefeated. <laughs> because in Chung Lee's first Chung Lee fight, he set a new record for fastest gets. knockout, and then Frank beat it. Like, beat it. In his first match. But he still had plenty of time. He could have beaten it again if he wanted to. <laughs> well, we'll get to the Kumite 2 electric boogaloo. <laughs> All right. So, we open up with a kick from Dukes. <laughs> and then Chung Lee pulls the referee down for no apparent reason. I know why. It's so Frank Dukes can do a jumping sidekick off of the referee. And the yeah. referee stays there yeah. until Frank picks him up and like he wakes up out of it. <laughs> like he was asleep. Like, oh shit, what are we yeah, doing? I thought that was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chung Lee's, it's the tag team. Chung Lee shakes it off. He's like, no, no. Sidekick and then some inside-outside kicks from Dukes. But Chung Lee fires back with some big punches. Dukes is back up and Chung Lee hits with a uh, body kick and launches Dukes across the mat. Jumping sidekick by Dukes. Chung Lee shakes it off and attempts a double axe handle, but Dukes does a, a front flip and kicks him in from the front to the back. Now, that's really, <laughs> this is impressive. impressive. But this guy throws a front <laughs> kick to the guy behind him. You know, I've seen that move in a movie. Standing there. <laughs> I've seen that move in a movie before. You know what movie it was? Austin Powers 3. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the bad guy in that, the gold member, whatever, I like Does gold. it on roller skates? <laughs> gold I, member, as the guy's gold member <laughs> in the movie. Gold member. All That's I the only about. thing I remember. That's yeah. the only other time I've ever seen that in a movie. But as you're doing this play-by-play, -play, mm -hmm. it reminds me so much of your old podcast. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here laughing to myself. So body shots <laughs> to to Chong Lee. And a backhanded slap, like he just he doesn't hit him, he back fist, he backhands him, like that's wow. the, re the respect hand side, you know. <laughs> which which sends Chung Lee rolling down Atti the mat. Attitude adjustment. Mm -hmm. uh, so now, no, that's the other side. That's the inside. Oh, that's the inside. Respect, okay, yeah. my bad. respect, discipline. Right. Okay. Got. So Chung Lee goes into the tights and he crushes up the powder and he gives him the open hand and oh, oh shit, we got the white dust of doom in the eyes now. Which was really weird because they keep. Showing shots of what I assume is his vision, yeah, where he just blurring. sees light. It's blurry, and he sees lights. Well, why the fuck does he keep looking at the ceiling? And I'm <laughs> after I'm like, like four minutes because it takes him forever. I'm like, why the fuck doesn't he remember that he can fight with his eyes closed? Just shut your fucking <laughs> eyes! I was so mad. It took him so long. <laughs> but it did make 
I just and I said, told you they have to build tension. I was like, it's too late. <laughs> See, now, are you going to kill me by now? It's remember. So long for him to walk around like, oh, my he, eyes. <laughs> he doesn't remember until he has to scream of agony. <laughs> he didn't pull your eyeball out. All right, let me explain it to you. Let me explain it to you because you obviously don't know. But what he threw in his eyes was salt. Salt burns and you can't see. I know that. So I'm so like, So that's okay, what he threw in his eyes. So we're still he's in freaking a fight. out because it fucking burns, man. We're still in a fight. And this guy already killed a dude and said you're next. So shut your fucking eyes and fight. <laughs> so after Chung Lee decides, you know, now he can't see. And he's hitting him with some palm strikes and kicks and whatever. He kicks his leg out while he's on the ground and starts cheering. Woo! I won. I'm like, wow, what's Ray Jackson again? And how'd that work out for Ray? Oh, it's no, okay. So well. Chung Lee comes over and, and he starts stomping him. <laughs> This would have been the end of the fight. Because yeah, once you start stomping much. a dude, it's over. No more. All right. But now, no, no. Chung Lee walks away and gives time and Duke's time to get to his knees and start and yelling. Another and this is where Carly's sitting there lesson. losing her shit. I was like, oh, come the fuck on. <laughs> Don't worry. Chung Kung Lee. No, not Kung Lee. Kung Lee's a fighter. Chung Lee. <laughs> not <laughs> Chung Lee. <laughs> yep, that's another guy. Also Chinese. Anyway. So now he walks off just to get the crowd pumped up because, you know, you got a vamp, Carly. Yes. It's all about the vamp. It's all about the vamp. I so, have learned from the other wrestling stuff I've been mm -hmm. to. <laughs> so Duke's knees and yells, and then he sees blood and gets mad, which is good because it gives him time to reflect while, you know, Chung Lee walks around posing. Now it dawns on Duke that he can fight blindfolded, and he sees it, and he's like, oh, I got this. And catches a hand and kicks him in the stomach, and it's on now. <laughs> so now Chung Lee's like, can he see? <laughs> <laughs> he looks over his manager. Next motherfucker, see me? And his manager goes, throw the referee at him. So, okay. He throws the referee at him, and knowing that Chung Lee's not wearing a shirt, <laughs> Frank Dukes reaches up and grabs, and he's like, okay, there's a gi top there made of silk. Can't be Chung Lee. Puts him behind him. <laughs> smart, and he smart. backs him up into the and he puts him in the corner. He's like, I can't see. Stop. Now, this is the world's worst referee. First, in this fight alone, he took a nap. <laughs> Didn't stop the fight when a guy was getting stomped. He's worse than Kevin or that ginger dude. He had right. to have seen the powder to the <laughs> eyes. Didn't see the powder to the eyes. And knowing a this fighter can't fake. see, he's like, all right, I'm going to go stand in the fucking corner. I'm pretty sure this is no disqualification. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think the manager distracted the ref while the powder <laughs> I don't know, but Jimmy Hart threw a megaphone. <laughs> dick tape. <laughs> yeah, there was some dick tape in here. All right. So, uh, if anybody had had dick tape, it would have been Jackson. All right, now let me That's explain true. the dick tape to those of you who don't know. This is a wrestling thing where somebody would tape up their hand and knock them out, whatever. They pull the tape out of their pants, which is why it's called dick tape. Yes. All right, so now uh, Frank Dukes goes to work with inside crest kicks, outside crest and kicks. Oh, no. He's throwing a crescent kicks, and he's missing. He's missing. And then he and finds And I was him. like, why does he keep doing it? Because <laughs> he's looking for him. By the time this fight was over, I was Because he's a pretty so ballerina <laughs> doing pirouettes on his toe. Mm -hmm. I was like, and how come this dude isn't catching on? He's doing the same move four fucking times in a row. <laughs> Just duck. So, and here's a move that I don't get. Chung Lee decides he's going to do like a cannonball roll at his feet, but I think it's just so Jean-Claude Van Damme could jump up and do what? <gasps> the splits! <laughs> Chung Lee tries to come from behind, and instead of throwing the kick, the front kick to the top of his head like he did last time, you don't do the old gag, you do the new gag. So now he jumps up and kicks him. <laughs> and you know what? I can't see. What am I going to do? Start doing jumping, spinning helicopter kicks so I can do what? It's the splits. <laughs> Again, the what? It's the splits. How many times does he do it? 
50 million. Oh, At least man. four. Now, how <laughs> much five, of a shitty fighter is Chung Lee at this point? He's given up because he's just going to stand there and let a guy oh throw God. jumping spin kicks to his jaw. <laughs> over and over. I was like, hello. <laughs> All right. So finally, uh, Chung Lee falls to the ground. Dukes gives a kind of a crappy back mount, grabs his head, and tries to twist that motherfucker straight off. Say it. <laughs> and he's yelling, say it. That. And he goes, Mate. Fight's over. Mm-hmm. And because, and the ref calls the match at about five minutes. I don't know. I'd give it like two finger pokes. But <laughs> but here we go. But what's important is that Dukes takes the headband off of Chung Lee's knee. And he holds that like that's the real reward. And then he remembers, oh shit, Fuck, I, get I get a sword. <laughs> I just won. <laughs> so he gets dressed. Because, you know, right after the fight, let me put my shit back on. He gets fully dressed, puts his gi back on. And is awarded his, his katana. It's a very solemn ceremony. Nobody should mm-hmm. be topless for this. Right. <laughs> and everybody applauds, gives a standing O, and he says, this is for you, Shidoshi. And we cut to uh, Jackson. Which is weird, because the Shidoshi already has a sword. <laughs> he dedicated it to him, okay? I know, I know. I hate when people dedicate their fights in somebody else's honor. Just do it for yourself, you idiot. I, hopefully let's do it for our country, red, white, and the blue. Let's, let's, let's do, do it, it for, for America. America. I know my mother would approve. <laughs> also, send stuffing to Tony. So, we, we get to uh, Jackson, who's in, who's, who's celebrating with beer in a hospital. Whatever. Yeah, and our reporter not a friend, quality hospital. We saw that. Doctor. And Janice, our reporter friend, is there, too. And she's celebrating, because like, now that he's won, she's fine with it. Yeah, she now she's okay. She him on the whole last day, even yeah. though she tried to they keep kept him from shooting. fighting. She's like, a horrible person. They would go to shots of her in the audience, and she'd be cowering, and then she'd be cheering, and she'd be cowering, and then she'd be cheering. <laughs> it was ridiculous. But Jackson asked, you stomped him real good, huh, Frankie? And she goes, worse. He, he made, made him say Matei. He's <laughs> like, all right, Frankie. That's what that is. <laughs> well, Mr. Lin told him the big three uh, rules. So. Then, yeah, but she wasn't there then. Then there's this, <laughs> this bro pledge. So now he's, never been he's known him, I'm going to say, five days. We haven't gotten to one <laughs> solid week yet. And he goes, next time you fight, try to keep your clothes on. Give him his headband back. And he's like, and they have this big thing. He's like, anytime, any place, anywhere, if you never need me, I'll be there. And then Jean-Claude Van Damme says... I love you, my friend. <laughs> I love you. And then kisses him. And he goes. And then Jackson's like, yeah, me too. What? It's ridiculous. You know this dude five days. <laughs> he gets attached real easy. Yeah, too easy. All right. He pledged himself to a lifelong training into the Kumite when he tried to steal a sword from a dude's living room. <laughs> yep. So now we're gonna we cut to Helmer and Rollins who are standing on a tarmac waiting for Dukes to show up, and he's like. Looks like he did it to us again, huh? He goes, oh. And up, Dukes pops out. Hey, guys, you're always late. And Helmer's like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) And as if nothing happened at all, he's like, we're just glad you're on our side. Come on, let's go back. (laughs) You're not in any trouble. (laughs) So what they don't tell you about the the court martial. the Hong Kong police. No. AWOL, made us chase you all over. But you got a sword, so it's all good. That's not the most infuriating thing in this scene, though. So now the reporter lady shows up. Portaler shows up and does the bow, does the hand over the fist and bow. Oh him. my! What you don't even know what that means. <laughs> that nope. I found infuriating, and I don't know why. Don't and know why. when she showed up, I was like, "Oh, is she coming too?" Because obviously <laughs> she's from America. Because she obviously came they're here. in love and getting married now because it's Frank Dukes, and they've known each other for three whole days. <laughs> but I was like, "Is Five. she coming back?" <laughs> 
<laughs> they don't have the week. And then she does there either. No, no. She met him the day after he made. So she's the four, four days. Four no, she day. met him the same day that he met Jackson. No. Whatever. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But still not a week. <laughs> yeah. She got, maybe like, she's got she beer flavored nipples. No. <laughs> she doesn't come back. I don't know. I don't think they all any of them ever have beer flavored nipples. The girl from Ten Things Ain't About You did, evidently. Ask Keith Ledger. May he rest in peace. Anyway, so now we get to they bow and we cue the music and we see some records because this movie was dedicated to Frank W. Dukes who also invented uh, ninjutsu, Dukes Rue and we see some much debated world records that Frank Dukes has been claiming. <laughs> now I say much debated because this movie and other it things It says it's based on events from the life of Frank, Frank Dukes. Dukes. Now this is one of those things um, Joe Rogan had a thing where um, he talked about he had, I don't know if he had a friend or heard of a guy who was he would drop his friend off at the at the woods, and he had a bag with him. I remember that. And then, you know, a couple of days later, come pick him up, and there'd be no bag, but he'd have this big-ass trophy that yep. he just won in this super-secret fighting tournament. In the middle of the woods. In the middle of the woods with nobody else around. <laughs> no recordings of it. And that's the same thing with Frank Dukes. He would tell these stories about how he was a CIA agent, and did all these things, and he won the Kumite, and he beat all these guys. But and, he could just be a compulsive liar. And the whole thing <laughs> of it is everybody's like, no, this is all bullshit. As a matter of fact, there's guys who are like who will debunk him and be like, he's claimed this, and we can prove that it's wrong. Like yeah. he was in the CIA well, while he wasn't there at this the time. One of the things on the little app, one of the records that popped up on the screen was the world record for most knockouts in a tournament. Fifty six. Nice. Knockout in tournament. one tournament. <laughs> How many dudes were in his bracket? Were, were some of them bricks? So if he had, I don't, I'm, I haven't done the math on that, but if he did that to everybody he fought, 56 rounds in a tournament. Yeah, I was just saying. <laughs> How many dudes were in that tournament? Apparently a lot. It's a little ridiculous. So he that? fought all of them. What was that? Send. Uh, Quadruple elimination or some bullshit, <laughs> but and see, he punched them all out at least once or twice. So they see the problem with some of his claims. Um, a little problematic. I'm not saying that he's lying. I'm saying there's a, uh, a lot of evidence that would lead me to believe that he's not telling the truth. It's quite embellished, right? And, like there's no, I don't know if there's any actual footage of him fighting. Like the, I've seen where this, like this is Frank Deuce fighting, and it's like an, uh, one of those really far away videos and it could be anybody <laughs> knocking someone out like oh no that's Frank Dukes like how the hell can could you be tell that could, be me. <laughs> that could be Frank Dukes that could be Fred Dukes are you sure anyway so it's like Fred to me all right so let's get started to why we're really here and we're gonna start with Tony oh crap I never start with Tony but for this movie I'm starting with Tony okay this movie <sighs> Oh no! A monologue. <laughs> this movie is a nostalgia fest. The uh, the story's pretty slow and simple, and I remember being really crazy about this movie in the twenties. Um, 1920s? No, he didn't say my, in, in my the twenties. He goes. Sorry, I meant the eighteen twenties. When, when I was twenty. When you were just a whippersnapper. Um, you have to give this movie respect. It's John Claude Van Damme started, starting, and it spawned Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, and countless, countless video games based on Kumite with different f fighters having different martial arts skills and stuff like that. So, I give this movie a maybe. Mm. It's uh, all right. You're done. Get out. Of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't hear his favorite lines. Uh, yeah. I don't care anymore. <laughs> favorite character is Frank Dukes because he's the only character. Uh, <laughs> No. Least favorite character is Ogre. Um, 
really? Your ankle. My favorite scene what? is one of the training <laughs> montages. One of which one? The first one. <laughs> the opening one with the ice. Favorite line is "You are next." But that's it. Uh, match of the night. Match of the night was uh, Kevin Nash versus. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Oh, you did your favorite scene. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe, huh? All right. Um, Carly. <laughs> it just doesn't fucking matter at this point. <laughs> uh, my favorite line was, "Aren't you a little young for full contact? Aren't you a little old for video games?" <laughs> See, my favorite character was Dukes because it kind of has to be. But I also really liked Ray, Ogre. Okay. I thought he was pretty great. That's why I was mm -hmm. pretty surprised that he was your least favorite character. My least favorite character was the Gold Tooth guy. That dude was an asshole. Hussein. <laughs> I don't know if he counts as a character. He does. Really? We have more than one interaction with him. Do we? Yes. Yes. He's gonna hit the lady. And they, the whole quarter thing is because of him. And then he gets his ass kicked too. <laughs> <laughs> he lost his gold too. That was not sad for him. That dude was an asshole. Uh, my favorite scene was the end of the chase scene when the dudes fall in the water and he gets on the rickshaw and waves at them. And I guess that's it. Um, I don't have nostalgia for this movie. <laughs> I will also give it a maybe. I thought it was a bit ridiculous. Most of the dialogue just pissed me off. <laughs> but it was the way it was delivered. It wasn't the dialogue itself. And uh, that last fight, I was so mad when he forgot that he could fight without seeing. They had to build attention. Tony's oh. <laughs> right. All right, Elaine. Okay. So, my favorite not like character. This is going. <laughs> my favorite character is Chung Lee. Oh, good one. My least favorite character is Janice the Reporter. Uh. I wish someone had pushed her in the water. <laughs> um, my favorite line is actually, that's why they call this game Bloodsport. Because I like it when they do titular <laughs> I just think it's so corny and cheesy, and I like that. It just makes me happy. It makes me giggle. Um, my favorite scene is... The first day fight montage mm -hmm. of all the various knockouts and stuff. I just enjoyed watching that. Um, let's see. Yay, nay, maybe. You should probably have this prepared for you. <laughs> yeah, she's oh, pig figuring it out I right now. I had all the other stuff, but I hadn't I'm decided. I'm going to say... Take your time, dear. We have all the... You I'm know, your dead air is good. <laughs> Suspense. I'm going to say yay. Yay, okay, good. You should watch this movie. Yay, if you've all never right. seen this movie, watch this movie. If you saw this movie ten years ago, watch it again. This is... I don't think the acting is as terrible as everybody says. There's some really great... Like, maybe the lines aren't great, but they... The facial expressions they're making, so much meaning is conveyed through these ridiculous facial expressions. You get the greatest... Crazy Eyes, this podcast is seen since show enough. <laughs> it's fantastic. You just need to, like, it, mm -hmm. it, you just watch this movie. It's good. It's worth your time. You won't regret it. Exactly. All right. Tony hit it right on the head there. This is one of the titular martial arts tournament movies. It's not the first. I think Under the Dragon did it better. But that yeah. was really, they all kind of. They all had the same. They were all dressed the same and, because they were, you know. um, I'm not sure what the spectrum of. But this is more like early U like UFC 1 2. It was yeah. kind of like oh, this. Yeah, yeah. It was like, all right, anybody who wants, you got a style? Come on in. So this, you know, this was like you, what UFC 1 movie. was. And you could what you do is you take this idea and you make it UFC, but you make it real 
and I think that's how they got to UFC. Anyway, so my favorite character is also Dukes. My least favorite character is the reporter. Uh, my favorite scene is the training montage where he's catching fish <laughs> and, you know, getting beat with sticks and things like yeah. that because it reminds me of my ends youth. in the big drawn and quartered. Yep, because that's that was what I did when I was a kid. He's my favorite quote is, Kumite is for the fighters, not for people who read newspapers. <laughs> that's a good quote. It is. And uh, my match of the night would be Frank Dukes versus Paco. <laughs> And of course, this is a big uh, recommend. That's why I picked I did it. Like I, I, I don't do the the high fidelity. <laughs> <laughs> Carly does. Carly, I don't, I don't. No, Carly did the what was it? Stupid dream movie with Robin Williams, where she <laughs> what made dreams made may her, come. What it, dreams may come? Where she may made her own movie. She may made her own movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> high fidelity was. Pause. We were all thought we were going to like it, and we're like, no, we don't think you should watch. That, that's when I took a strong le- left turn, and mm-hmm. she went full heel. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Carly, talk. It's your part. Hey! Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast, on Twitter at unmoviepodcast, and on Instagram at unmoviepodcastdogs. Email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Like, rate, subscribe, all that jazz. Thank you to Montana and to Ben Toner for recently liking some of our tracks on SoundCloud. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And next week, tune in. For, for Tony's next pick. Oh, yeah. He hasn't told us what it is yet. Tony, do you know what you're doing yet? I'm going to do Jennifer's Body. Jennifer's Body. All right. All right. I'm sure Ben will look forward to that. Uh, that's an interesting movie. Good pick. I've never seen it. Neither have I. Like <laughs> I've seen it. All right. Tune in next week. All right. I guess that's it. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Bye-bye. <laughs>